Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ultimatum Wrap-Up. I am Mary, and I'm here this week to talk about the second drop from the Netflix show, The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On. I am joined by my wonderful co-host from the Love is Blind Wrap-Up as well, Asia Welch. Asia, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well, Mary. Um, However, I know that you do some other podcasts and I know that was the agreement. Like you would do the other podcast and then you would do this one. But honestly, it's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that you you snooped into what other podcasts I was doing. How dare you? That's such a break of trust. I thought you could trust me enough to just assume that I wouldn't be doing any other podcasts. (laughs) You know, I'm just I, I'm just who I am. And so I'm going to look whether it's your phone okay. or my podcast feed or your Apple Watch. But see, now I was doing the other podcasts for you because I thought mm. you wanted me to get the most I could out of this experience. And I mean, I know that you're recording other podcasts, so right. mm-hmm. I kind of felt like that was that was fair. Oh, how how nice. No, 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 I'll let me. you I'll let you talk. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. Wait, listen. And don't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you talk. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. The toxicity across these four couples was beyond me. Oh my gosh. I just I, I couldn't. I hate this show for somehow making me change my mind on like half the people again too. Yes. Like I like everybody everyone who listened to our first <laughs> update from the yes. first four episodes disregard anything we said it's already out of date <laughs> all of my positive feelings towards colby gone anything nice i said about zay gone <laughs> april vanished <laughs> I, I don't know i don't i still, I still kinda, there's parts no there's there's more i want to be clear because we had some people tweeting at me about this i did not say mm-hmm. that i agreed with april i said i'm enjoying watching april <laughs> right i'm rooting for her <laughs> as as a fan <laughs> There's a yeah difference. y'all hear that loud and clear uh-huh. uh, but yeah oh my gosh the way that i just watching these watching these four episodes just it gave me the ick on relationships i was like if this is it i don't want it <laughs> oh my gosh i okay so i came up with a new concept for how i think this show format mm-hmm. would work really well okay <laughs> Instead of it being an ultimatum because some person is ready for the next step or marriage or whatever, and the other person's not, I want one person to give an ultimatum because they're pretty sure they want to break up with this person. 
They're pretty sure they want to break up, but they sort of want to give the person like a last ditch effort, like last chance kind of. So it's the same format, but just the concept is different. And so you're really you're watching it like hoping that the people might find a way to make it work, but understanding that most likely they're going to break up because (laughs) (laughs) marriage being on the table. (laughs) I I think it's just staying together. It's either you break up or you find a way to stay together. And the, the reason I like that is because there, there are certain things that I feel like they were trying to sort of test each other with that I would have really liked to do (laughs) this sounds horrible in a relationship that I I felt like like okay I feel like I'm not being appreciated so I Mm want to give you the ultimatum (laughs) where we're gonna break up unless you find a way to fix things basically yeah that that would be way more reasonable than yeah you get your stuff together and we get married or we break up. The fact that marriage is on the table is what kind of like, especially with everyone's ages, that's a, a consistent theme I've seen on Twitter is everybody's like, they are 23. <laughs> how, no. how is this happening? I feel like I don't see enough of that in the Bachelor Twitter yeah, streets. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just because everyone has collectively agreed that the Bachelor is uh, <laughs> like already a hot mess. But I feel like there are people on that show who are like 21 and you're like right and we're like hope they make it to final two (laughs) i know i know but i do love the format style of how we the all these conversations work because i found myself being like wow you know they have the conversation and they just kind of like jump right into it meet of the conversation editing is very tight on this show like they cut out a lot of the stuff that most dating shows would be like chit chat chit chat chit chat important conversation no no no. we're just doing important conversation important conversation (laughs) important conversation car wash important conversation (laughs) and i love that because that's my biggest complaint with married at first sight that i also podcast about is that it's too long, like literally 19 episodes when it could be a tight eight, <laughs> you know, if they just <laughs> focus on the important conversation. So I'm not mad about this, especially because a lot of the content that we're getting, like we see the vibe of the couple. We don't yeah. need that much more context to see if, oh, do is there a connection between Jake and Ray? Like we, we know that, right? So yeah, I, I well, appreciate it. Let's jump into it. We left off last time. I thought <laughs> that we had left off at the end of the like first trial marriage, but it turns out I think it was like the halfway point of the first trial marriage or something. Yeah. I thought it was like at the end of the left. three weeks, but no. Yeah, we yeah. still got we still got some time, so we're we're sticking with our swapped couples here. And so let's just go through the couples and talk about uh, what happened to the last week or so of their trial marriages. <laughs> I also think something that might be fun for this show, give them like a trial marriage, like in school, like give them, give them a pet they have to take care of or a baby, have them do like everyday tasks and like record that. But instead, it just sort of seems like they're kind of living their normal lives, but living together. True. But I think every woman, with the exception of Ray, came into this with a pet. Yeah, had her dog Carter and then Madeline had her two dogs that look very similar to my dog and then April had her dog that Jake was really happy to see when they reunited so I was like oh that that's what I felt like was missing from the first four episodes I was like wait do none of them have pets and then I saw them this time (laughs) no they all they all got pets yeah um so let's start with Colby and April who 
didn't even try. So like <laughs> little to say about them. Um, there's so much conversation between Colby and April together and then to everyone else later about like how much they've grown and how much they've learned from each other and stuff. Mm -hmm. How much can you really possibly grow and learn when you're not bothering to really try the experiment with each other? Exactly. Like y'all were defaults. We, and I thought, I thought everyone was on the same page with that. Like even the last batch, we saw them say like, well, let's just, you know, we, we weren't each other's choices, but let's just do this. Let's, let's commit to it. And I was thinking, Mm, that's if they actually tried to. But then you see, it's just like it's just like a friendship. And I think they would have yes. been better off just <clears throat> treating it as such and not trying to make us believe that, oh, they were going to try it at the very end of the three weeks. Yeah. And this is where I came up with my new concept for how the show would work. Um, when April's talking about how she feels like she's changed and she hopes that she can show Jake like the new her, the mm -hmm. her that that he might have missed out on before. And I was like, yeah, I feel like this would be something like, I'm sure a lot of people when they go through breakups, they feel like, oh my gosh, I want that person to like miss me or, or regret, you know, what they, what they don't have anymore. And so you yeah. just like sort of do that here, but it's also with this weird element of like jealousy and everything that's happening right now. But yeah. they compliment each other. They play connect for, they talk about how they, they tried to like each other a little <laughs> bit, but mostly just mostly just talking about their original relationships. Did you have anything yeah. really important to say about them? I mean, they <laughs> they play yeah, polo. Like, I don't know. Right. It was like the main thing I wanted to see from these trial marriages was them doing something that they weren't doing in their original relationships. Whereas right. like them showing themselves they're capable of doing these things, right? Okay, if I could only do this in my my original relationship, maybe things would be better. But like we saw like Colby taking care of April when she wasn't feeling well. I feel like he would do that with Madeline, you know? So it's not like nothing was out of the norm besides maybe April listening when Colby talks sometimes and not having like getting into the spats that she gets in with Jake, but that's because she cares about Jake. She doesn't care about Colby, so she's gonna act erratic with Jake because he like they that's that's what their relationship has come to. She's not gonna do that with Colby, so then she's gonna obviously see it as a positive experience. But yeah, they they like rode horses. What, did they play polo? Is that what they said? Yeah, they were they were well. I mean, they weren't like playing a polo game, but I guess he was teaching her how to play polo. Can we yeah. get rid of whatever this fake narrative is that Colby is like a cowboy? <laughs> Like he wears a hat occasionally. It's That's because not, he's in Texas. A hat does not make a cowboy, though. I mean, Very I don't know. True. You're in Texas. Like, give me some I, more insight into this. Is this like? Is just I, anyone with a hat and boots? They're a cowboy. Boom. I feel like any guy in Texas that puts on a hat, puts on some cowboy boots, listens to country music, they claim that they're a cowboy. I think there's a lot more that goes into it, but there's this just like basic guideline that they they hit and they're like, oh, I'm a cowboy. So that's I it. want for you to be a cowboy. Here's what I need. Here are the criteria. OK, I don't even care, actually, if you wear a cowboy hat. I need you to be lonely and out in the wilderness. I need you to talk <laughs> about how you've tamed a wild animal. I need that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I need you to um, get, get in a fight over like a land dispute. That checks out. 
That's what I've learned from Western movies, right? right. <laughs> those are those are the things that make cowboy. Okay, fine, right, whatever. Right. Goldie's a modern day cowboy. Yeah, a modern day millennial, millennial cowboy. cowboy. Is, how old is he? Twenty? Is he twenty eight? Uh, he's 25, 25, 25. Okay, young, so Gen young X. X. Or yeah, Gen, Gen Z, Z. Gen Z, Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. he's, a, he's a Gen Z cowboy. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about Shanique and Zay, who uh, they they uh, have a debrief after the post girls night guys night out. I guess Colby and April are really the only ones who don't need to have this debrief because. Right. I don't know. They, there, they don't I really... mean, yeah, because it wasn't going to be uh, April talking about. I mean, you would have expected April to complain about hearing about Jake, but she, I mean, maybe she did complain. It just wasn't worth showing because we yeah. know how she feels. Yeah. So um, he he's kind of debriefing about the night, but Shanique makes a facial expression and then they end up arguing about the facial expression she makes. Now Shanique does have a lot of like very expressive, like you always know what she's thinking. You always know when she's thinking something, but it seems like anytime she makes a facial expression, whether it be to, to Zay or to the women or to uh, anyone else, they're always like calling it out like, oh, you can see everything about her face and it like, distracts them from whatever conversation they're having. And they end up storming off like in every scenario. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, it's it's annoying, too, because so Shanique does these faces to keep from having to express how she's feeling through her words. She's right. doing it so that she doesn't have to be vulnerable, say how she's feeling. And so she does these faces so that the person can imply how she's feeling. Zay doesn't want to imply. Randall doesn't want to imply. The The other women do not want to imply what she's thinking. And so then they get frustrated naturally. But the the amount of frustration that Zay had with this was just it. it, it felt so it felt as if they cared a lot more about each other because it was like, yeah. he was getting mad at her like he was her, her long-term boyfriend. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, how how are y'all at the point where y'all are arguing about how you're, like, communicating? I have a hard time with several of these couples because of their, like, very short uh <clears throat> patient sorry qu patient quotas kind of with mm -hmm. everyone it's like it's like immediately they're just on edge with with any conversation um so yeah he, they're, they're acting like they're they're much more i don't know together like like he he's yeah. acting like he has a reason to be upset about her facial expressions when really she's just trying to like she thinks what he's saying is a little bit you know ridiculous and right. so she's just trying not to <laughs> call him out and say that right away um right. But yeah, he comes back and apologizes for raising his voice. Um, yeah, because he was he was legit yelling. I was like, oh, no. And and, and obviously the, we saw later in, in the four episodes that this is a trend for them and how they yes. things just escalate with when they're having conversations. I don't know if this is like they're too similar or what, but I'm like, or they're both just very immature in how they communicate. Because, ah, ooh, I think we've struck the nail on the head. <laughs> because, like, once you are in, once you're in an argument, and it's gotten to the point of, don't talk to me like that. No, you don't talk to me like that. Y'all have lost the plot. 
Yes. You know, like <laughs> now you're just mad at how someone's saying something. You have no concern about the content. And they've just completely forgotten that the initial issue was Shanique was mad that he was talking about, you know, being jealous of Ray because Shanique is kind of in the present mindset of like, OK, maybe we could be a thing. I don't know. So uh, that was it was it was a frustrating argument, but they made up so quickly, which you don't really see her do with Randall. Maybe in because that way. it doesn't matter because they know True. that there's not really True. like I think, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, I think almost every single combination of people on this group of episodes are like no one I, I think is immune from it has mm-hmm. a conversation where at least one person in the argument is arguing about like the semantics of how the, their yeah. conversation is going. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so frustrating to listen to. <laughs> like all of these, I want people to watch, I want the people on the show to watch the show and get some insight into like the, everyone. There's so much patting themselves on the back for how much they've grown <laughs> and such a lack of like self-awareness for yeah, like actual even growth. And, and maybe it's just me. We'll, we'll get to it. And I, I'm curious to know how you feel. But I feel like there's so many cases where somebody is like trying to play a, a mind game or like trying to like it's so clear what they're saying is not really like the, the point, like the words behind yeah. the words. And it comes across as so obvious to me. And I want to know if you if yeah. you agree. <laughs> and I'm like, how do they think they're getting away with this? But right. Anyway, um, so Shanique wants to go to talk to Randall. And so Which I, I feel is another moment of the the cast going off script. Yeah. Because I feel like Nick and Vanessa Lachey, they didn't think these couples would be trying to meet with each other within the three weeks. <laughs> I, could, I wrote down, like, why is production allowing them to do this? Because, yeah, they. I mean, I'm not really sure how much it changes anything. But the, it seems like they kind of have free reign because they yeah. like, you know, they like meet up for they like plan group events together. They like they'll go and visit each other. A lot of the girls will like go talk to each other in their apartments. Yeah. So they meet up. And this is another very frustrating conversation. And, you know, to be clear, like I want to make sure everyone understands we're just reading the edit here. Like this is what they've showed us. Right. Because the, the editing is so quick like we mentioned before there's probably huge sections of all these conversations are cutting out and so they're clearly like trying to make it a certain way because from this conversation it seems like randall is being like so level-headed and trying Mm -hmm. to like talk and that shanique is just getting upset getting jealous over madeline like and and him saying like like, you know we you're not you're not listening to me and then she storms off and he's like "Eh, you're proving my point that you're not listening it's oh this is a hard conversation to walk too because they make him seem way too mature for like any of these women and I'm sure that he's not you know like that all the time but exactly and that yeah that's the bar is kind of on the floor with these this group because yeah I'm I'm sure Randall is like not the the most mature of the group but that is how he's being pictured because of the women that he's interacting with and I mean maybe he is maybe I'm giving him less credit than he deserves but um, we like the fact that you know, just imagine you're in a relationship and then you go have dinner and drinks with your ex. Like that, that would not, that would, that would not, I don't know any significant other that would be okay with that, but that's this situation. Right. And the fact that she is a little bit tipsy, she wasn't like, she wasn't one drink in, right. she wasn't one shot in. She was like eyes glazed over just all kinds of attitude with Randall 
and it wasn't going to be productive in any way. And so the fact that it escalated to her storming out, telling him he got her effed up and she's like, he's like, what do you want to do? Want me, want me to do? You want me to sit in a corner and miss you? Yes. I want you to sit in a corner and miss me. Yeah. No, so now we know once again, you guys have lost the plot <laughs> because you're saying unreasonable stuff and for her to just storm out. And then she she's mad at him because it's seeming as if he cares more about Madeline's feelings than hers, even though Madeline is his current girlfriend. If we're sticking with what the show is doing, <laughs> Madeline is his girlfriend right now. So it's just like this was just all a moment of Shanique mad and mad at herself mostly that she did all of this in the first place because now Randall is going through this. He's embracing the experience. He's actually getting to know the woman that he ended up with and she's just like, I didn't think this would happen. Why did I do this? So I think it was a, a balance of regret and then he's the only physical being she could take it out on. So she did. The theme of this group of episodes is everyone being mad that someone <laughs> The person they cared about followed through with the point <laughs> of the show, which was to try and like someone else and like try and date someone else. And everyone gets upset about it. The people who do it get upset that the other person did. Everyone's mad that, that everyone wasn't just sitting around missing them. That's the key. And guess what? That's why you don't go on a show like this. It's a horrible idea for exactly. all of these people. Oh, this exactly. would only be wanted to break up, which I stand I, by. Right. I no, I think le legit Shanique did this because she okay, obviously she's giving him the ultimatum, but she wanted Randall to be like, No, I love you too much to like I would never think about another woman. Even if you put me in a situation where I'm supposed to be with her, I'm gonna choose you every time. So it was like, she's seeing it as like he failed a, a, a test she had in the back of her mind. But it's like, no, you can't be mad at him for doing the show, doing the rules of the show, if there are any rules, because we're seeing tons that tons of things that aren't happening that production probably thought would. Um, tons of just him going all into the experience. And she thought that maybe he wouldn't embrace it or she didn't want him to. But you can't be mad if he does. You're there. Uh, I don't know why people thought this was a good idea, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get some from Zay. Zay feels stupid since Ray was the one who gave him the ultimatum, but he doesn't think that she's ready to marry him anyway. And Shanique is like, Oh, you don't think you don't think she's ready. Mm, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and uh Shanique is sad when <laughs> Zay doesn't say that he thinks her and Randall will definitely make it out of here together. It's so funny. She's like, mm, I don't know if you and Ray will make it out of here, but like, uh, what do you think about me and Randall? And he's like, oh, <laughs> maybe. And she's like, really? Really? You don't think that we're perfect together? It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, she's like, who who of all the couples do you think will stay together? And he's like, honestly, I don't know. And she's like, what? I thought you were going to say me and Randall. Girl, why would he say you and Randall? Yeah, you <laughs> say that. Just, that that is honestly the that is like a pet peeve of mine when someone is asking me something and they are expecting an answer. Like that's not the point of a conversation. If you're asking a question in order to get a certain response, that's not that's not communication. That's just you writing the script for the whole conversation and then getting mad when the other person goes off script. It's just like that's what Shanique does constantly 
Like she asked these things in order to get a que- get the answer that she's just l- looking for. And I'm like, how is that validating? Like, what if he, what, that's probably what Randall does in their normal relationship. He's known her so long. He probably just says what she wants to hear. And that's why they are able to keep moving things along. But then he just feels like he can't. He's, I mean, he, he talks about it like when he's with, with Madeline, he feels like she doesn't judge what he's saying or react to what he's saying. And so I feel like when he's with his relationship with Shanique, he may have his own opinion, but then she gets mad just like this with Zay because it wasn't what she wanted to hear or it's a different opinion than what she thought was going to, he was going to say. So that's just, that's just the, the theme of what I see with Shanique. And she is 24. So I do understand she, you know, that she is still finding herself and becoming, I feel like the last batch of episodes, I had such a positive opinion of her because, well, I like her as a person, right? But I feel like in relationships, she still has so much growing to do. And I can't falter for that. She's still in that mid-20s range and still has has a time, right? But she's putting herself on a short timeline wanting to get married at this very moment. She is someone who seems so like on top of everything and put together in like her I don't know I I don't know if it's her professional life or just like like she seems to know herself and know her wants and things Mm -hmm. but I think it's the yeah it's the interpersonal relationship communication that she's kind of like got tunnel vision on and can't see sort of when other people bring up something that she doesn't agree with but Right, right um but yeah, and then and then this is very blatant. It's very obvious that she is just still thinking and still a little jealous about the Randall and Madeline situation. So she's like, mm, maybe maybe I could progress uh, physically <laughs> with Zay. And then there's like some shot of them doing something under the covers. But honestly, who knows? It was like, yeah, <laughs> things with their happening? things with their hands. I'm, I'm I I could imagine. I I feel like I feel like that's what happened. Based on the covers. But then again, I wasn't watching with like binoculars. But something did happen. And all it was for Shanique was a response to that conversation with Randall. Yeah. Clearly. Like, oh, my gosh. All of a sudden, I think Zay could be the one. No. But it's like, don't lie to us. Yeah. And be like, oh, maybe uh, we should have tried harder to consider each other as potential partner. No. You just (laughs) wanted to do something to make it feel like you weren't the only one who was getting got you know like right anyway yeah and she, um, she grabbed a napkin for him i was like oh we we're they're going there this is Netflix, you, huh? i know <laughs> it's like it's too real it's one thing when it's scripted <laughs> i'm like like oh my gosh um uh anything else to say about shanique can say well they do their last date and you know they did have gifts on the side of the table which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, But we didn't get to see what they gifted each other. But I think it was like, just like a thank you for the experience, whatever. And then they kiss right there, full blown make out in the, uh, in the restaurant. And I wonder, was that their, maybe not their very first kiss, but maybe their first like public kiss. I don't know. But it, it was really just putting a seal on that three weeks. Yeah, it seems like most people have a big kiss on this going away moment. Um, I think I, we might have skipped it, but didn't uh Colby and yeah Colby and April even kiss at the end there? Yeah, they did. Um, so it seems like most people do like a goodbye kiss, but right. anyway. They're well, like, let, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, mm, okay. Um, 
Well, let's talk about Randall and Madeline, who from the first drop really seemed like they had a lot of potential chemistry, seemed to get along pretty well. Um, They seem to, even though they're both feeling like they are unheard in their own relationships, they seem Mm -hmm. to have a pretty good communication style with each other for the most part. Um, Madeline definitely seems to want to be more physical with Randall, which is <laughs> is really interesting because Randall seems much more held back on this. And I don't know if it's because he's not feeling it with Madeline or if because he's just made some rule with himself or with Shanique that he wasn't going to step over that line or whatever. You know, it seems like they've they've kissed sometimes they've cuddled, but it doesn't really seem like a whole lot past that. I think Randall has enough respect for Shanique that he realizes we are on a TV show. She is going to watch this back. And if we do end up together, I wouldn't want to do anything major to where it's like, oh, that's a deal breaker. Like we're done. Like, I think he understands that she, they probably talked about it. Like what will, what's our okay is like, okay, you can cuddle. You may be able to kiss, but as long as you don't go there, we'll be okay. Like, I can't imagine all of these couples didn't have some type, maybe not Zay and Ray. Cause they just, neither one of can, <laughs> can have proper communication but I think if all of these couples had some type of like what would you be okay with because other than like otherwise that would have been a complete shocker coming out of the show and then watching back like oh my gosh I can't believe you did that yeah so they get into this argument and it's a little I was a little unclear like when it turned into an argument because mm-hmm. it kind of seemed to me like part of it was and this is I think directly the night of the when they all went yeah. out. And so they're probably still a little bit tipsy at least. Um particularly Madeline looks a little bit drunk <laughs> and uh, they I don't know she's making like she's making like a bowl of drunk food of some yeah. sort like microwave some ravioli or something. So right. it seems like that she kind of, I guess, hopes that they would come back and be like, oh, let's, you know, make out or whatever. And instead, he's like, he tells her about Colby kissing other girls in the fight with Zay. And she gets very upset and is like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Like, I'm just here with you. I don't want to think about Colby. And he says, mm-hmm. I think you should care and should want to talk about it and think about it. And it seems like part of the argument is also that she's upset that he's like trying to get her to be vulnerable on camera and she says that he only ever wants to be emotional and vulnerable when the cameras aren't there but now he's like forcing her into the spotlight and she doesn't feel comfortable with it. I definitely think at least some of it feels like this is a, a, a woman who seems very confident um, in, especially in front of the other women or, or in confessional and I think she's feeling a little bit like she was um, you know, shot down with him. Like, yeah, that, that's what I think. That's kind of. I think that's where yeah. the argument started. Was him not wanting to be physical? Like, she jumps on him, acknowledges that he has a boner, and he doesn't want to do anything. Like, he's just like, "Ha ha, gets up, <laughs> not doing that." And that's when she's like, "That's when she's instantly annoyed because she's already like, she's been drinking. She's like, you know." We already saw it like on episode four that she was, I mean, she was a little bit faded. And, you know, when she goes home, she just wants to like probably just cuddle and then do whatever, do whatever the night takes them. But if he is being resistant, he she's mad that he won't be vulnerable on camera. And so then he, on top of that, him bringing up Colby kissing another girl, she's like, look, 
she's she's mad at their them one on one right now, and then he's bringing up Colby. So she's like, "Stop! Why are you talking about him? I don't even want to know that. I'm worried about like me and you, and you're bringing up Colby." And so um, I think it was just they were on two different pages this night, and he wouldn't stop. He kept pressing it. He kept pre- like, no, 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 no. You need to hear me. You need to care. And it was almost like, well, Randall, are you just trying to like save her relationship because you want your own relationship with Shanique? Like it was very confusing what he was trying to do. Uh, but for me, it was very clear that she just wanted to come home. She's she's so she's so sexually attracted to him. And I think that's the main thing. She wants Randall sexually. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's what it, what it boils down to. And he is kind of focused on the experience itself and, you know, see, making sure that he continues to respect Shanique in some way. And she was frustrated. So. Yeah. And obviously it's not okay to try and like, I don't know, get someone to be physical with you when they're not interested. But I, I guess I can also see sort of where like, she felt <laughs> probably was feeling embarrassed or insecure as well with, with the situation. So yeah, it's hard. she's feeling a little, yeah, she was probably just, yeah, feeling a little rejected, similar to kind of how uh, Alexis was feeling with, uh, <laughs> with, with Colby. Colby. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, you just don't want to be rejected at all. Um, yeah. And especially with Madeline being so used to Colby, who probably always is reci- uh, reciprocates. And it's yes. like, yeah, that's a different situation. That's your boyfriend of a year, two years. And so this is Randall who they have, you know, they're at the end, almost at the end of this three weeks, he has to go back to his original girlfriend. So I think she's not taking that to consideration. It was like that night, I'm going back to a man who I think is just so fine. And then he's rejecting me like, what the heck? And so like when she storms out and he follows her and he keeps insisting on like talking about this, she just, she wants an effing minute. And she tells him F you. I was like, oh my gosh. And so, uh, you know, he's basically begging her to listen to him. And I, it just wasn't the time to be having any type of conversation. I think he should have read the room and realized, oh, she's not, she's not in a, in, in a state to listen right now, which just amplified the argument. Right. But the next day she's going to apologize for how, when she let her emotion show and she, she, uh, <laughs> continues to basically just say she wishes he had been more physically intimate with her and um you know but but he mentions that he feels like he has thought about spending his life with her and um she says like i don't know you you uh you check a lot of my boxes but i'm just not sure and it really seems like the sticking point is the the physical thing and i i think yeah. maybe she was like hoping that that they could have uh explored that area but he's it's weird because he's not a hundred percent telling her like yes i want to be with you but he also is telling her like don't try to like convince yourself to be with colby just because everything might not be perfect with me and like there's so many people trying to convince madeline not to be with colby (laughs) (laughs) right yeah it it was kind of yeah he was giving me very much like I mean, he even said it. Uh, I I got everything I need. I feel like I got everything I needed from you. He was giving <laughs> yeah. me very much so. Thank you for this experience. I am moving forward. And so I didn't feel like Randall was in a place of thinking like, oh, Madeline could be my forever. I feel like at this point, it was like, okay, I see what I've gotten with Madeline. It's only highlighted the things that I want more from Shanique. 
So it comes down to, do I want to be with Shanique or do I want to be by myself? I don't think he's ever considering Shanique or Madeline. I feel like this, the experience of Madeline, just based off the vibes I was getting from him, it never, it ne- I never got the vibe that he was thinking Madeline could be the one. And I don't know if it's just because we didn't get huh. that much content from them, but yeah. I never, I never saw it as him considering her. I don't know. I, I think I read it the complete opposite way. I think that he respects Shanique a lot to where he's mm-hmm. not, he's going to draw a line with Madeline. But I think if him and Shanique do break up, I think that he would be willing to explore something with Madeline after that point. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I, and I'm not, I'm not sure what I have to base that on. <laughs> Maybe it's just the fact that Madeline really likes him. Yeah. Um, but I like I I think that they do seem like they have potential. But I don't know. I don't know if it's just surface level. And right. we didn't, we didn't really it, get I, enough. I think of it that. is. Yeah. I would exactly. need like phase three with them. <laughs> like, you need another three weeks. <laughs> yeah, where there's no other people even on the peripheral. So I'm not sure. Right. But. They uh they have a big kiss and she's a little bit salty that like really the last night that's when you mm-hmm. decide to, <laughs> to yeah, pull off the stop. I wasn't but... expecting that. Now you want to go all in? Now See, this okay. is the, yeah, and that's why he's doing it because it's like oh this is the end of it. You know I don't have to yeah. have any fear that like we're gonna that this is gonna grow into more than I'm okay with. And maybe maybe I'm giving Randall too much credit, but <laughs> I started off not giving him enough credit and now I'm like giving him too, too much credit. But I really do think just the way that he talks about the way he is with Shanique and we'll get into it later but it just I like you said it was very surface level with Madeline and I think he just learned like okay wow I could be with someone who listens but maybe it's not Madeline yes but I'm not sure if it's with Shanique either (laughs) (laughs) right out um all right so now we have Jake and Ray our final couple and Post girls and guy night, Jake tells Ray that Colby and Zay got into a fight. Everybody's like bringing up this Colby and Zay fight as it, like I'm not really sure. Everyone's like kind of fishing to like see what their reactions are. Yeah. And Ray's like, yeah, you know, I felt sad after Madeline told me that um, I should be with Jake instead of Zay because I love Zay for a long time and we've been together mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but uh, Jake feels like he doesn't want Ray to go back with Zay necessarily. He kind of wants them to be together, but he also knows how much Zay cares about her. I feel like with Jake, oh, Jake is so frustrating. Yeah. He he seems to be the one who, maybe besides Madeline, has also like, well, and Ray, really, really gone full into this experience of like, I am broken up with yeah. April. I'm not even going to think about April. Like, I am going all in to try and figure out if this Ray thing will work. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, try to openly tell her how I feel and how I want her to be with me and stuff. But he also then seems to kind of, we'll see, like, I feel like he's like all in with whoever he's with at the time. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that. But I feel like it's for different reasons. Like, I feel right. like he's all into Ray because he is he, he it has a connection with her. He's into her. But I feel like when he's with April and it appears that he's all in, it's because he has history with her. They've been together three years. He has a respect for her as a person, but maybe she's just not his person. But he still like has that love for her. Like his mom has that love for her. So it's just like, okay, you know, 
just out, out of like the kindness of my heart, like I'm, I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be down because of me. I'm going to tell you, apologize. I'm going to tell you, I love you. But is this the woman that he wants to marry? So I think for Derek, two very different reasons. And like for him, whenever he does make his decision, um, it's going to be, it's going to come down to who does he see himself with? And so I don't see him as like, I don't see him as like super wishy-washy, but maybe that's just because I'm rooting for him and Ray. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, another little time for dating advice from Mary's mom. You don't <laughs> want to stay with someone just because you've put the time in. And I think that there's a couple couples here that maybe feel that way. I think we see that from Madeline's side when she considers Colby. And I think that we see that here with Jake and April and honestly, April to Jake as well. Like I, I do think that April yeah. loves Jake, but I think when you have a couple who has some pretty obvious issues in their relationship, it's really hard to want to pull away when you feel like, but I invested all this time. I know this person so well, I don't want to get to know someone else, you know, in this way, I've already done this. Yeah. They know me. And and that can be really hard. And, and it's and it's harder the longer you're with someone. And that's why if you do have like fundamental uh, problems, figure it out quickly because you don't want to invest that time. But it's also like you don't, you know, sunk costs. Like you don't want to yeah. just uh, be with someone just for that reason. And a lot of times that's sort of like the hard part is the nostalgia. Like I was with someone for seven years and the hardest part was even though we knew like we shouldn't be together, mm -hmm. th it was really hard right at that last moment to be like, Oh my gosh, like look at, look at the, all the things we know in the life we built together. And that's, and it can sort of feel like, Oh, that is time wasted, mm -hmm. but it's not, you know, you learn things. And so take the things you learn, but yeah. And, and, and also if you have problems, you can fix them. Like it's certainly good to, to, build that foundation but don't don't feel like you need to be with someone despite problems just because you've been with them for so long right yeah because a lot of people think like just it's starting over like starting over sucks but you know you're not starting from scratch like you said you're getting those lessons that you learn to do better the next time not for you to do better but for you to have a better relationship right and implement the things that you've learned um but yeah jake he thought that like he admitted to April that or admitted to Ray that he didn't think Zay was good for her and that uh you know he was questioning if Zay should be the one that she ends up with um but I thought that they were in this conversation they were very clear about how they feel about each other like for him to say he wants to leave here with her I don't feel like that's something you could just take back and be like oh no what was I talking about <laughs> like this clear statement yeah, and she even seems to be like the one who's a little bit more reserved, like thinking that she does feel strongly toward him, but doesn't want to completely close the door with Zay yet because that's the person she came with. But she also tells him, like, I don't want you to necessarily go back with April. Like, don't accept right. the things from her that didn't make you happy. Yeah. And then they make out and stuff. Yeah. And, and she, she told him he was baby daddy and husband material. Yeah. So, I mean, which you can figure out in three weeks, apparently. <laughs> right. Uh, they, I mean, they talk about their, like, we have a scene with them just, like, cutely talking about their future kids, travel, vacation, how they need to have sex, like, 40 times a week or something. I think that's yeah. what she said. Oh, I do want to point out, when they had this conversation outside, they were walking on Rainy Street. 
Ooh. which is like an um, alternative to Sixth Street. So everybody knows in Austin, like Sixth Street, that's the nightlife, right? So there's a bunch of bars and they shut down the street so you can just walk across the street and just bar hop. Well, Ooh. Rainy is like a more like low key alternative where it's still bars. It's just smaller and it's not as crazy as Sixth Street. And that was exactly where they were. They were walking on Rainy. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's cool. And that was another one of our Austin updates. <laughs> Austin updates from Asia. Yeah, from Asia. And let us know if there's any more. There were a couple places when they went to restaurants and they'd show the outside. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if Asia knows that. Right. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if she's been there. Um, yeah. All right. And that's uh, that was the end, really, of our trial marriage number one. And when we come back, we will have the changeover and get those couples back with who they came here with. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. So, changeover time. This was kind of another... It wasn't quite as dramatic as the picking of the... Right. <laughs> the, the new people. <laughs> that was the picking way better. The pairs <laughs> ceremony. But this is... Like, my, my main takeaway is it's a really weird mix of people, like subtweeting their exes and being yes. like it was so nice to be with someone who finally listened to me <laughs> staring right at their ex across the table but then it's also people like defending like anytime someone would be like yeah I don't know you know Colby wasn't that great or, or no, wait that's no nobody defending Colby hold on um, <laughs> if, if someone was like yeah I don't know if Madeline knows whatever about Randall from only being with him for a couple days and then Colby's like excuse me like Madeline is right. best like don't come after her so people defending their exes and then also calling them out so uh, yeah yeah yeah, it was like, yeah, cookie cutter stuff from Kobe and April because we already know they weren't trying, right? And right. so, and, and Madeline wasn't buying into what they were doing. Um, but she did, however, hate how Kobe was taking credit for the growth that April had. Like, oh, April became a woman while she was with me. And 
<laughs> and Madeline's like, that is narcissistic. That is gross. I'm like, yeah, this is the man that you want to marry. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, I feel like those are things you already know about him. <laughs> I have so many thoughts on Madeline in these next couple episodes. I'm so confused about everything. Oh, the back and forth was unreal. Because up to this point, everything we've seen with Madeline, including this changeover, Madeline seems to have zero interest in Colby. Want to get away, super excited about Randall, doesn't want to think about it or hear it, and is just, yeah, not not interested in Colby at all and then everything he says in this conversation like he's her and him and April are kind of subtly trying to like make Madeline and Jake jealous it doesn't work and Mm -hmm. and Madeline's like rolling her eyes and then we're going to see a completely different Madeline in some ways so I'm very I'm very interested in talking about that um (laughs) yeah yeah uh we didn't really get much from Zay you know it was just like yeah it was a great great time but I think the main point came out of discussing Madeline and Randall and that's where Shanique and Colby chimed in because like Madeline and Randall are acting like you know they 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 really understand each other um she feels heard and understood he feels like she listened and doesn't just react and yeah subtweeting and so Shanique's approach here was just like she was very upset with Madeline, but I think the main problem she had was this was this was another very real moment of looking right in front because at this point she's seen Randall alone talking about Madeline. She's seen Madeline alone talking about Randall, but now she is seeing them in front of each other talking about how they could potentially see a future with each other. And she is like hurt. She's thinking, I did this. I mean, she even says it. I did. I'm the reason we're here. I'm the reason this is happening. But then it's like, I don't know if it just takes someone else to come in and allow him to see what he's missing are y'all as solid as you know whether they did the ultimatum or not I feel like they would have need needed to know at some point or needed to fix these issues these core issues that they have um, with communication but you know she's she's being pretty hard on herself but kind of taking it out on on them of course yeah I I like the awareness here that the the ownership she takes over like bringing them to the situation and mm-hmm. the fact that she you know regrets what happened but she says she she'll feel at peace at whatever might happen after this and i don't know if that's you know 100 percent the case but <laughs> no that's false <laughs> and like while it's hard to call someone out for this like she does have a point when she says like madeline is basically saying randall's perfect and she's known yeah. him for three weeks yeah and that's really dismissive toward it's basically like saying I'm all the problem because if I don't think that Randall's perfect, even though I've been with him for two years, mm-hmm. that, you know, like it's it's all on me. And I, I can understand that. I can feel, you know, people from outside, look at us, people from outside <laughs> of relationships have all the thoughts and opinions on people oh, inside the relationships. <laughs> and they feel like they can know and they can see, shout out to Madeline's friends. And like, while those sometimes it's you can have valid points and sometimes people need the outside perspective but also like that doesn't mean that you're you know all just because you spent a little bit of time with someone Um, yeah so I was one thing I was confused about before we move on is that Cole when Colby chimed in and he was like I don't know if Randall will be able to handle all that she delivers and Shanique was like Colby you need to reward that I was like did Shanique think that Colby was talking about Shanique because why else would he need to reword that 
I don't think so. I think that the way I read that, and I could be totally wrong here, was that Shanique was saying like, don't belittle Randall in this way where mm. you don't know Randall. You don't know yeah. what kind of person you can handle. And I think also because probably Shanique views herself in some ways as similar to Madeline in being a strong woman, a woman yeah. who's, you know, has uh, strong opinions. Cause that's basically what Colby was saying. He's like, yeah. Madeline has strong words and strong opinions. And I don't know if Randall can handle that. And maybe Shanique was thinking, well, wait, I have strong words and strong opinions. Are right. you saying that he can't handle me too? So I, regardless of, of what angle it was coming from, I think it was Shanique trying to like defend Randall. Like I'm saying, she called Randall out and yeah. <laughs> immediately tried to defend him. So I don't know. I'm not exactly yeah. sure. I'm sure there was more to that conversation that was cut out as well. Right. Yeah. Cause that, yeah. They, that they probably were de- doing that for like an hour or two and we got like five minutes of it. But yeah, it, you know, of course, Vanessa had to chime in about how she even went through a public... <laughs> She had to deal with uh, Nick's public divorce. Um, I, I I feel like they were very heavily involved in the creation of this show because they're riding for it a little too hard. The the concept. I feel like I am like Vanessa and Nick Lachey, though, where I'm like, <laughs> look, I've got three dating anecdotes and I'm going to keep bringing them up over and over <laughs> and act like I'm an expert in those era areas. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, did you know that I had... <laughs> A really fabulous <laughs> relationship with my ex. <laughs> Did you know that? Because I've only brought it up on every podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you, do, you, do you hear my concept for this show about what to be about people who need to break up? <laughs> Guys, I'm fine. Just break up. I'm, I'm a, I'm a mature I'm late 20 year old. <laughs> I'm ready. I've grown so much from this experience. <laughs> You've grown into a woman just on this podcast. Just on this podcast. <laughs> You're wow, welcome. Asia. How dare you know what makes me grow into a woman? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so yeah. Let's get to phase. What are we on? Phase three? Phase two? I don't know. Second you trial. Frame it. Second yeah. trial marriage. Which I thought was, I feel like, yes, it's like a trial marriage, but they're going back to the original person. So they, it could have not been framed as a second trial marriage. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know how to title it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like when they say trial marriage, I picture like we're going to put you through the ropes of like marriage things. We're going to put you on like an uncomfortable road trip. We're going to have you have a fake child or or like need to do some tasks that married people do, like put you in some kind of like financial stressful situation. I don't know how they would do that, but (laughs) that's what I was picturing with trial marriage or at least like, okay, I understand that they're in a city and they don't have like necessarily the ability for this. Put them in like a crappy house. Mm -hmm. Austin has plenty of Airbnbs. That that could have been no problem. Like, I don't know. Something about, like, I I understand plenty of people get married in, in, in cities, live in apartments. Like, I'm not saying that. But for something yeah. about the, like, being set up in, like, a very nice, cushy-looking apartment, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Is this, are you trialing can, enough? <laughs> right. I can make a relationship happen in this nice high-rise, too. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the first, tri- the yeah, the first couple we want to highlight in the second trial marriage is April and Jake, which... I would I thought I thought coming into this they would be the most even even though Jake had his experience with Ray as we see when he's with April he does care about her so I thought this would be the most like okay we're back picking up where we left off type of thing right. especially because she didn't go all in with uh Colby 
But the fact that the first thing we see is that he's mad because she's been texting a bunch of guys and it's been on her Instagram and and she's like, no, that's a lie. All I did was exchange contacts with this guy at the club and he is livid. And she ends up sleeping on the couch and he sleeps in the bed. I was like, how is this their first night back together? Okay, here is what I think happened. This is my head canon. This is what I think happened <laughs> outside of the show. April and Colby, who are not romantically interested in each other, yeah. make a pact or agree like, oh, in order to essentially make our significant others jealous, but also under the guise of, well, the experiment is about trying to date someone else and, and it's not going to work with the two of us. So let's go find someone we actually are interested in to date or to, you know, whatever, exchange messages with or hook up with or whatever. And so Colby and April are both going to basically do that. Mm-hmm. And even though Madeline and Jake are the two people on the show who probably had the most successful chance of actually liking the person they got paired up with, mm-hmm. they are both so offended that their significant other basically went, quote unquote, like outside the show. They went rogue. Find, like they went rogue <laughs> and they found like a, I think it's like this sort of element of like they found a real person. And that's yeah. somehow like more threatening because it's like, well, if you were able to go to a bar and find someone you're interested in FaceTiming, then like, what's that say for us in our relationship? I, I have an excuse because I'm like in the, you know, surroundings of the show that we're on. Yeah. And so but, I, I understand they're hurt, but yeah. I it's like it's kind of like I've seen these people call it out like swingers, right? Right. They are they're okay with that other person because that's what they approve. So at this point, you know, Jake approved Colby, but the fact that she went outside of that, okay, now you've gone too far. I didn't approve some rando. I approved the person that was in the process for you to explore. However, they are quote unquote broken up. So, yeah, I I see why April and Colby thought that this was this should be okay. But why Jake and Madeline are like, that is not okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to be in terms of is it okay that they did this? I think yes. I think they're broken up. I think it's perfectly fine that they that they decided to text someone else. I also think that they need to understand that this was going to backfire and <laughs> they didn't like because it's so clear that they only did it to make the other person jealous. Like yeah. I think that that's very very clear. I think when you have April and Colby who are presented as the two people who most don't want to lose their person and they're the two who like they issued the ultimatum and and stuff like I feel like they feel on the defensive here. But I also think that Jake and Madeline need to kind of own up to the fact that probably when they saw April and Colby get defaulted together, they were like, oh, well, we're comfortable with the fact that they're not going to hit it off. And so they're like <laughs> upset with that. And they're not taking ownership over the fact that they were also doing the same thing. Um, I think I think another element of it, though, is both Colby and April were both the ones to issue the ultimatum. You yeah. were the ones saying you were ready for marriage. And now you're out here gallivanting, gallivanting in the, the streets of Austin. Yes. So it doesn't it doesn't fit with their persona or like their their acclaimed um 
you know, values or like readiness. So I, I think it was a, like, I think if their goal was to get back with their person, it was a bad idea <laughs> because basically they needed to, it's sort of like when you come in with your stance being, I'm ready to get married and I want you to change then you kind of do for that to like ring true. You do need to sit in a corner and miss them and mm-hmm. cry about them for <laughs> three weeks. Like that's kind of, cause that fits with your thing. But I also feel like for the people who initiated, initiated the ultimatum, like that doesn't mean that they should have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's yeah. really hard to sit down and watch your ex have a happy relationship with someone else. Right. Yeah. I, I I told I get both sides of it. I think that the the main thing, like you said, is that Colby and April. I think that they should have understood that there were going to be consequences. They yes. both handled this completely differently. So I think April's was the most appropriate approach of just admitting to what actually did happen and hope that that that's what Jake would accept. And you know, Jake came back. He apologized. He realized he kind of overreacted. And so, you know, they're back, you know, on the same page where we kind of side play out a little bit differently with Madeline and Toby. But with Jake's apology, though, it feels like not cheating, but arguments like this happen with them regularly. Yeah. And it seemed like I think I agree with everything you just said, but I feel like April and Colby need to understand that they were going to get blowback for what they did. Yeah. But I also think that if that's the case, if if Jake and Madeline are going to be upset with this happening, Jake and Madeline need to also understand that Colby and April, even if they initiated the ultimatum, mm-hmm. are going to be upset with anything you did with your, two, you know, with, with, with Randall and... Uh, who was the other person? Ray. Randall and Ray, <laughs> right. uh, you know, as well. Like, so you can't, you, you can't like, I don't think that you should be able to get a pass mm-hmm. on, on the, the setup of the experiment because yeah. you are not the one to issue the ultimatum. So true. Yeah. I mean, and that's, what's wild about this whole, the whole concept of this show is that really none of what's happening should be okay, Yeah, but it's happening. So then it's just like, these people are, are they've, they're humans who feel like how we would feel, but then they're like, wait, I'm having to adjust that. So it's like, they're having to go against their natural reaction to things. And they weren't, they were giving their, they're giving the type of reactions that we would normally give, but outside the context of the show. So, you know, I can't blame them. It's a new show, new concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're figuring out. They're yeah, figuring yeah. out. So with April and Jake, we have a lot of like argument and then cute scene of them together. Other argument. So, cute scene of them going to a car wash and then we have basically the flip of what just happened which (laughs) is april going through jake's phone and finding a video he recorded of i think ray twerking Mm -hmm. and she's upset and of course he's like like most people well i i'm more mad that you snooped and broke my trust than you should be (laughs) mad at me for and like i get it they were they were on a break right they were they were broken up technically but if you're if you're going to now say that now we are technically back together you should delete the video oh that that's an interesting perspective why do you still have it yeah that is that's a good point um i will say it sucks that this is on her birthday 
That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, well, my birthday's tomorrow. Then on her birthday, I went through, <laughs> I went through your On my damn birthday. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like, ugh. Okay. So, but then with, okay, April, of course, if his, it would be different if his video was last night. Yes, it was, it was during the three weeks, right? But yes, in a normal situation, you're with a new person. Those old pictures, old videos, that should be gone. That shouldn't be there for you to easily go back and listen to. And uh, and she probably was thinking like, he doesn't have any videos of me twerking on his phone. So what kind of stuff are they doing? But I do have it on good account. I, I started following Jake on Instagram because why not? And <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a sight to see. Um, him and Randall, I might add. Okay, so Jake reposted something that Ray had uh, an interview Ray did. And Ray said, we did not do anything more than kiss. She's like, I know it may look that way. She's like, but I actually we actually slept separately for the five for the first five nights. Um, And she said, we never did more than sex or more than (laughs) kiss. More than sex. Ooh. <laughs> we we never had sex. We never did more than kiss. So <laughs> I will choose to believe them, even though you know we feel like they had a lot of chemistry. Um, but you know, good on them for not going that far if that's actually what happened, right? But with <laughs> with April and the, it, I feel like April's anger was not totally justified because it made sense why I was on his phone and I, and I understand why he's mad unless he had it in like a, these videos were favorited and he's going to be looking back at them. <laughs> or like, uh, I don't know, but yeah, what I did, you don't, I don't know. I, and I hate when people say like, don't go looking if you don't, you know, you're going to, you're going to find something. If you go looking, that is the worst thing to say. Privacy is important. Yeah. I understand that. But I think people who are in the strongest relationships wouldn't even care if someone went through their phone or whatever because they have nothing to hide. Exactly. So none of these people are in strong relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. And And there we go. Yeah. The fact that April goes, oh, and better believe I airdropped it to myself. (laughs) Why? Why do you want these? Was he gonna deny it? Was he gonna be like, no, I never? Why would I take videos of Ray? Really? You see it? Why would you airdrop them to yourself? Now you have these private videos that he had of of Ray on your phone. You delete that. Ah, I don't think you should do that. (laughs) I don't think you should airdrop to yourself. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, it's like screenshots. I get screenshots, but not pictures and videos. I feel like that's a different level of privacy. But if it's like, oh, I don't have enough time to read these. I am not saying I've ever done this, <laughs> but I'm just saying a good method. If you are looking, if you screenshot, if you don't have enough time to look at everything, you screenshot all the whole conversation. You could just airdrop that to yourself to read later. But that's just from tons of TV and movies uh-huh, that I right. watch. I've never done Definitely it myself. Definitely not real life. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Asia's personal advice to you. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Oh um, my gosh. But yeah, April claimed it was cheating. So. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and then 
I don't know. I, I like at first <laughs> I was reading your outline. It said Alexis's bachelorette. And I'm like, who the heck's Alexis? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I was like, is this someone's friend? No, it's not. It's Alexis from this show. Now, begs the question, where's Lauren? (laughs) True. I said, okay, good. You know what? I was not happy just because I had, I first thought, who, who is Alexis? When that popped up on the screen, Alexis Bachelorette Party, I'm like, okay. But then it, once it clicked that this was Alexis, I was so happy that that means we will see Lauren and, um, what, Nate at some at some point, whether it's the finale at the end or the reunion, we will they will revisit them. Zero chance they're still together. <laughs> Absolutely no way. I don't know. So Alexis, who my guess is Alexis and I forgot Hunter. I think yes. My yes. guess is they're they're fine. They seem like again yes. we don't know, we don't know why they weren't together like married in to the first place. They seem fine, but um. We we have this in the April section because the main plot point here is, okay, first off, April, it's kind of cringy. I mean, like, I get it, but it's kind of cringy how much you're open about, like, yeah, I might be pregnant. Oh, it's like, this is this is the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> like, that was all for Ray. Uh, yeah. So, and I mean, I did some math there, but I'm like, if you're pregnant, it's probably from before the experiment, not not during. Exactly, she says she's twelve week. days late. Yeah, it had. Yeah, I mean, it maybe had to like be I think before. I think it could be possible, but it, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I, and like I'm not trying to say that April like wants to trap Jake with a baby, but because mm-hmm. I think that's a lot more complicated than that, especially with April's past fertility struggles. Mm-hmm. But why do you keep breaking it up? <laughs> right? I yeah, she's know. like, no alcohol for me. I was like, okay, well, this is the first we're hearing of, it, and it was kind of surprising yes. they didn't bring it back up until the end, like one of their last segments. So I was like, is she pregnant? Like, what's well, what's happening? And and to get completely out there, also, Jake, we we can't say it enough. It it also doesn't really count as trapping you if you're not even trying to not get her pregnant. Right. <laughs> like, like yeah, I don't know. Be people, be responsible. But um, yeah. so Alexis and Shanique are really trying to like egg on Ray to be with Jake, and and Ray's a little bit like, oh yeah, you know, I like Jake, but like right, you know, April's right there. Like maybe exactly. maybe we have some respect for this. And then Alexis is like, I don't want to have a fake conversation. Like, I'm just being real. People, Madeline and Alexis need to learn. You don't get a pass for being real or being real doesn't like give you a pass for being rude. Rude, (laughs) yes. You can Uh, can speak the truth, but like, I felt really happy for April when she just got up and left. I was like, good for you. Yeah, because it would just turn into an April versus Alexis. And I was like, first of all, Alexis, you have not even been on the show. She's just trying to make sure she's like, anytime I'm on the screen, it needs to be an impact. But I'm like, girl, you're given the same energy as Jessica and um, what's her name Uh, from last season of Love is Blind, who really liked Shane. Shayna. Um, yeah. She's yes. giving similar energy. Um, so it was just, I've, I've seen a lot of people compare the three, but they're like, how did they cast the same person? 
But <laughs> she is just like, why are you instigating this? You have not been involved in the first three weeks or the last three weeks. So the fact that you're coming in here with no knowledge, just hear, hearsay from like the little catch up you're getting. is just like, you don't know what you could be destroying trying to egg this on. So I felt like Alexis had no place to instigate this mess. And you can like, maybe they couldn't based on the, the filming structure, but like you could take Ray aside and say, I, I'm rooting for you and Jake. You could, yeah. you could even have all of them there and like have a more just gentle conversation. But like they literally straight up in front of April be like, no, we shouldn't be considering April's feelings. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like right there. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. She did uh, what was best for her. And like, she's, I mean, her last little statement of no one has been with Jake for two years. Hey, that's true. You know, you are the one that has been with him. But, um, you know, there is a very real possibility that he made a strong connection and things could end differently. But of course, April is not going to admit that right now. Um, but yeah, I totally understood her leaving because it was like they were doing nothing but arguing. And then, and then Ray cried. <laughs> It's like, oh, like Ray's in an uncomfortable position. Ray probably yeah. wants to talk about her relationship with Jake. Ray feels that you something for Jake, but doesn't want to be that person who's just going to come in here and step all over April. Like if April wasn't here, I'm sure that this would be a really emotional decision for for Ray in a conversation. But there's mm-hmm. also that um, added bit of like, I don't want to be rude. In this yeah. Scenario. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it, Ray didn't ask for this. She didn't ask to be the topic and, of conversation, but Alexis insisted. Like for however much all of these couples seem to be just like not great to begin with. It's still someone you've been with for a long time. And to for for Ray to hear so many people tell her that her and Jake need like should be together mm-hmm. when she's like, yeah, I feel something for him. But part of her is going to feel like she's not completely counted Zay out like she yeah. or, or she has this history with him. And so it's it must be really uncomfortable to, to have a relationship with someone and then hear all these people around you be like, no, that person's bad. Like, don't be with them. Be with yeah. this other person. And and then, of course, for for April, same scenario, like you've been in this relationship with someone for so long and now you're hearing all these other people who have only known you both for a couple of weeks tell that tell you basically you guys aren't right together. And they not only that, but they should be with this other person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's it's totally understandable that Ray has all these conflicting feelings. She already doesn't communicate her feelings openly and vulnerably all the time. So I'm sure she's just like a mess inside of just like not knowing what to do, especially at this point at the bachelorette party. Um, so yeah, April leaving was best for her. But then we get kind of like this period of like, okay, they're on an upward trajectory because April is like, look, I just want to be the person I was with Colby. So it's like she is acknowledging that she wants to do do better. And and uh, Jake is kind of saying like, look, this is how we can improve our, our conversation. When we are in an argument, I don't want to hold hands. I don't want to be distracted by doing like being physically connected. Like I don't I don't feel that. Um, and so it's good to do that because a lot of people like April's love language, probably physical touch. And she probably does that because she thinks like this will help the situation when we're in an right. argument. So we'll be OK. Where Jake, no, he doesn't want that at that time. So I was glad he communicated that. So it was just like they are learning things about each other at this point to kind of make improvements. And she does apologize for going through his phone. So 
Yeah. And, and they, they're communicating pretty well. Um, you know, they, they, he says that he accepts her apology, but hasn't forgotten, you know, where, where the issue stemmed from. So that's good. I'm glad that they, they seem kind of the most like they're legitimately trying to work on their relationship, mm-hmm. whether or not they, they feel like they're a hundred percent perfect for each other. They're at least not, they're not ignoring the problems. They're not acting like it's a fun vacation uh, with the two of them together. They're not really I mean, with with the exception of the argument they had over the basically both sort of being jealous of each other, um, mm-hmm. they're they're not trying to like create new problems, which some people are. But <laughs> exactly. Um, then they go but, on a a party bus to a winery that, that apparently April idea. April, stop trying to get these people together. And also, I thought you weren't drinking. Exactly. To be fair, I did watch that scene back a couple times just to see. And she, her and Jake never had wine glasses in front of them. However, I feel like her sole purpose of doing that was like now that her and Jake are back on a, a good page, she wants to be able to show that whether it be to Ray or like just to all the couples that like they're in a good place. So it was like, yeah, why is this happening? Why did they allow this group trip to happen? <laughs> the producers just seem to, again, give the people on the show completely free reign over whatever they want to do. <laughs> and like, I don't know, y'all plan some dates or either that or this was completely producer led. And then just for whatever reason on the show, it, they're making it seem like it, it was April's idea. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the winery thing, um, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of there. There. I, this is like again part of my favorite is just that whole winery trip scene. It's like four minutes. It's like yeah. <laughs> they, they really go by it. Um, they it was uh, just, all they did was cause awkward tension, and Colby wanted to throw uh, something t- into was it like a cheese ball or cheese or something or a grape um, or something yeah a grape yes into April's mouth Jake had no issue with it Madeline she act like somebody called her out of her name she did not like that she's <laughs> like don't play with me you're not gonna play that with me and then play with her <laughs> so she was pissed about that um, but yeah really that was it because. Besides some awkward glances between Randall and Madeline, but Zay Zay and um, Ray gave nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. It it was not much. Um, Then they're going to meet with Jake's mom again, uh, who's still. Well, before that. Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. (laughs) Skipped over the apology sex. Yes, (laughs) yes. Which? Why are we getting a overhead shot of a couple that has been together for three years? I just felt like that was such an invasion of privacy, but they are on the show. I know, I know. And it it feels a little bit different when it's the first yes. trial marriage. Yes. But when it's a couple that have been together for so long, they literally gave us a spy camera shot of them having apology sex. And it's just like, oh, this feels weird. It's like, I think it's because we're used to these shows throwing new people together and you're like ooh Mm -hmm. are they going to get together because this is a signal to the audience that like well if they're physical together maybe they're also growing emotionally like are they going to make that step this is a couple who's been together forever not forever but you know for a long time (laughs) we already know they probably have sex I mean they've mentioned it multiple times we this this just feels like a weird invasion of privacy (laughs) (laughs) it's just weird yes I just oh I can't I can't handle it um but yeah so who is this for who is like watching this <laughs> who is asking like, for yeah this? look at them 
couple who's been together for a while getting it on. Good for them. I don't know. Not me, not us. I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, but gosh. oh well. Yeah. But yes, um, then then they do meet with his mom, who is not the president and owner of the April fan club. Yeah, and it's who so was the guy that was there. <laughs> I don't know because I don't think it was Jake's dad. I don't know who this guy was. I never uh, saw like a description. Like divorced, and maybe this is like a remarry. I don't know. I, I think no he did say he grew up. He had a single. He didn't have a dad in his life. He said he grew okay. up with a single mom. When he was telling Ray, so maybe this episodes. is like a new a new man in in Jake's mom's life. I have no idea. But right. I was like, is that April's dad? I was like, no. This this is a, a meeting that should have just been April and his mom because Jake and the man say almost nothing. They're yes. sitting there. They're just like they're staring into opposite directions and diagonally across the table. April and his mom are just having this like heart to heart in front about Jake, but in front of him. But he's not really contributing. He does like reading his body language. He seems really uncomfortable in this conversation for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really know why um, because they're saying mostly positive things. And uh, what one thing I note is that like um, Jake's mom is going to talk about like she's going to try to sort of bring up something that, that Jake liked about Ray. And so I think her intent was to be like, hey, maybe you could start being like this. Mm-hmm. But April's just shuts it down. It's like, I don't want to I don't want to talk about Ray. Honestly, I don't want to hear anything about it. But um yeah, I think one reason that know. he was so uncomfortable was the fact that Ray is still kind of in the picture. Like Ray is still an, an option for him. Yeah. And the way that his mom is speaking so highly of, of April is just like, okay, this was not happening when I was <laughs> when I was with Ray. So it's just like, okay, if I were to decide to choose Ray, my mom's not gonna be happy. Um and so it's not just like April who I'm upsetting. Um and that it it would be tough on his mom that, you know, that he breaks up with April if that ends up happening. And also, he's probably put himself in a situation where April is probably always going to be in his life because she has such a close relationship with his mom. I doubt him and his mom stop ha- or hurt April and his mom stop having a relationship. This is something I, I feel like I wasn't able to come up with the words for it last time. But that's like the point, like. A lot of people, when their children are dating, you know, they want to meet the person, et cetera. But until it seems like it's getting very serious, they probably mm-hmm. feel like they, they don't want to influence it maybe too much yeah. because it can be this kind of awkward scenario. Like I knew people who were in high school and like the parents of the people who were dating became very close friends, not mm-hmm. just like with the significant other, but with each other. With the parents, and yeah. Yeah. And you've set yourself up like that can be really good because you've got this like support system rooting for you. But it also can be hard because you're like, I'm going to like break up all these different connections if yeah. this doesn't work out. Right. Um, so it, it, it's but now also having parents of people who are dating not be friends can also add mm-hmm. tension yeah. and like make it feel like you're, you know, Romeo and Juliet or whatever. So it, it can be <laughs> cough, cough, Ray and Zay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, gosh. I don't know. Um, um yeah, the the only thing that kind of got awkward at this this meeting was when my, uh, his mom was like, uh, yeah, Ray is really soft spoken and April's like, I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> that doesn't have to be a part of this conversation. So she wouldn't even let them like weigh uh, you know, Jake's options. 
she doesn't want to hear about Ray. So, and I, and I kind of get that also, but like, if it's something that you can, like a quality you can adopt, that would, that would help your relationship. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, but I don't know if like that, that's basically telling April, she needs to change her personality. And I don't think she's going to do yeah, that. Yeah. She's yeah. I, yeah. I think she was trying to open the door for providing some tips on things she could change. And yeah. April was like, uh-uh. uh, yeah, not happening. Um, <laughs> and but, then, yeah. The the final scene we're going to get from April and Jake later on is uh, a follow up to the we might be pregnant scenario, which is uh, apparently she was just um, skipping her late on her period because she was stressed, uh, which is which definitely I thought thing. the first I was like, literally, when she said I might be pregnant, I'm 12 days late. I was like. You could just be stressed yeah. <laughs> because you're in this new environment. And your relationship is being put to the ultimate test. But I don't know. The ultimatum test. Right. <laughs> yeah. And but she kind of like throws it in his face like, oh, I bet you're happy about this. And yeah. and he doesn't like I mean, I don't I don't think that he was ready to have a child. But I, I also don't think that he, he kind of seemed a little offended by that. Like, oh, no. like Yeah. I, you know, I wanted you to to take the test. And, and I. I think he does like care about her and know, and I'm sure that she's taking a lot of this out sort of on him because of her being stressed that she is having, you know, that she would have a hard time getting pregnant anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, yeah, that was a very weird way of telling him because we hadn't gotten his thoughts on the, that, the matter up until this point. So it was just kind of, kind of odd for her to throw it in his face like this um, and assume and, his feelings when it seemed like yeah. he would be, like if that if that were to happen, hey, that's something we could deal with together. Didn't seem like he was total anti-pregnancy. Right. And it, it seemed like something that most likely they've had a lot of conversations with. I mean, if they were both actively not drinking at the winery, that probably was a conversation they'd already been having. Right. So my guess is this was something that were there's more off camera conversations from the two of them. So Right, right. Not sure on that. Um, right. But yeah, they uh, they go their separate ways and uh, we'll, we'll find out more from their decision later. Uh, yeah, they still kind of up in the air with them. Right. We don't know. All we saw in the preview was him saying, I'm not going to choose. I'm not going to. He's like me and Ray are just not going to run off into the sunset. But then Ray walks up. So I don't know. I felt like they wouldn't have included that line if that wasn't for real on the table. I feel like they want us to think that they're not going to that Ray and Jake are not going to end up together. Um, but do you, I don't know. Do you, what do you think? What like my, what, what is your gut? <laughs> my final guess is that Jake and Ray are together, and that, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say it for this couple. I think Jake and Ray are, are together, and that April is single. Okay, or not now, with Jake. <laughs> I I know that you have been. On the Instagrams, is is are you no, getting any outside free. information? Okay, good. No, okay, good. No, no, no. I want to double check that before I make <laughs> right. fool myself by saying something else. <laughs> I, I, I do like Jake and Ray together. I don't think that I, I don't think they're going to be together. And I, and I'm not. I think that either Jake is going to go away being single, or I think that Jake is going to stay with April mm-hmm. because they just seem like they have a lot of history together, and they seem yeah. to be the two act, most actively, at least trying during yeah. this phase so I'm not sure and, and that's not to say that I think that that Jake and April are going to get engaged I think that they could potentially either 
just stay together, but not, you know, or, or break up after the show, I think is possible. Mm-hmm. I think the end of the show will be more with them together. That's my that's my prediction. But we'll see. I, the only thing I think about is that they are in this predicament where Jake is thinking like it's easier because we have been together so long to stay together. But yeah. I think if they were given any opportunity, this would be the opportunity to go move to like move on. Because after this is like, how do you just up and say a year from now, like, look, it's, it's not working out. I know we did the ultimatum, but it's just not working out. I think True. if he were looking for any type of out, if he didn't see April as his wife, then this would be it. This would be the time. It's a good point. Uh, it's a good point. Yeah. Well, um, so that so, that was that was the first couple. We're going to take a quick yeah. break. Come back. We'll get to the last three couples. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. So let's talk about Ray and Zay. Um, I don't think at any point during this whole process, I thought they were going to end up together. <laughs> <laughs> Literally from their first conversation in that hotel room, I was like, oh, no, they stand no chance. There is way too much talk about boners on this show. Yes. It's like not Why a word is that, that a I'm, thing? It's not a word I'm used to hearing on a show. I guess they just bleep it if they ever mentioned it on <laughs> any other show I watch. Just edit it out. Yeah. It's like, is there nothing else you could, can we just like, no, nope. you, got, you got excited. Yeah, I got excited. <laughs> he was turned on. If you want to get a he little was turned edgy. on. Yeah. Like, I just say that. And the weirdest thing is, like, I'm not saying this is an excuse and I don't, I am not an expert on male anatomy, but. I feel like it's kind of a common fact that like this is a little bit uncontrollable and that maybe you shouldn't take <laughs> yeah. it so personally, right? right? Like I don't know. Like all the like I would be I would be a little more upset, but I'm like, look, I would hope, I guess, that if you had come up with some sort of plan with your mm-hmm. significant other before you went into this show and maybe that was like a line that you were gonna draw or whatever, then I would say, hopefully, if you're cuddling in bed and something happens have the wherewithal to maybe get up and go sleep on the couch. But like, <laughs> other than that, like, I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna be mad about it. I'm gonna understand. Right. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I think it, yeah. <laughs> As two women on this podcast, uh, <laughs> we aren't able to, to say, uh, as two like cisgender women on this podcast, we can't say, but yeah, I don't know. I will say that I, I do think it's uncontrollable, but that's just from the outside looking in. I'm not sure. I don't but know. I mean, Zay claims it is. He says, "Hey, at least you know I'm attracted to women." <laughs> okay, I don't, okay. I don't know if that helps, but all right, you know. Um, and yeah. I feel like Ray just rolls her eyes at that. It's like, really? That's not. Yeah, I don't like know. no. <laughs> 
So like, uh, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> You're too attracted to women. Um, Zay wants Ray to be more open with her emotions. Um, that's a theme. I, I still don't understand why Ray was the one to give the ultimatum in this relationship. It doesn't feel that way. They're on any of it. Right. I mean, we even get know what she wants. Exactly. We got that at the very beginning that Zay feels like he's the one that issued the ultimatum. So what I in no world do I see Ray issuing the ultimatum. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just like maybe did it look nice to say that she was issuing it, but really it was I don't know. But um you know, it, did you notice that all of the couples moved into where the woman was staying? Like where, like they all had their own apartments, oh, right? No, I, I didn't notice that. How, okay. how would you tell? Because so Sh- Shanique was definitely in the same place because she had made it like home. So it was still kind of decorated how she had it. Um, and then she, she was pointing out that her dog really got used to the place. And then oh, okay. with Ray and Zay, Zay found the gold box that Ray and uh, Ray and um, Jake. Jake were using with their stuff. And he was like, oh, I knew I should have taken it. Okay. So, so they're all pretty identical, but I think in order to do the switch and make it seamless, they just had the guys go where their original partner was. Speaking of the gold box, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they brought this on the show. I mean, it's based on everything you said from Instagram. It seems like they weren't doing much more than kissing anyway, but yeah. feathers, blindfolds, just sort of your typical, very, very mild. Yeah, they're just push, pushing the envelope as much as they can. They're like, let's get creative. If we don't want to go all the way, let's try some different stuff. Let's do some twerking. <laughs> yeah, let's I don't know. <laughs> try other stuff. Oh my gosh. So the this the big conversation. Yes. They had brunch with Ray's mom and Ray's friend. What was this? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Why did Zay agree to go to the like I don't understand. They they're having a conversation and a lot of these conversations with the family members sort of start where they're like, so other person how was your time and they're like mm-hmm. they, they want to hear them be like it was horrible I was so glad to get back together with yeah. whoever your your child but um, he's like yeah you know it was fine and, and stuff and they Zay, the main crux of this issue is Zay gets into this whole argument with Ray that eventually becomes just an argument about arguing but mm-hmm. it starts out with he's upset that Ray and we heard this at yeah. the, before before they picked partners, this was a difference in philosophy. Ray picked someone that was similar to her, yes. and he doesn't like that because he feels like she just wanted to be comfortable with someone, and what she should have done was pick someone very different than her so that she could, like, I don't know, try to grow more or something. Right. And she's like, well, you pick Shanique, who is very similar to you and he's like yeah but it's different because like i grew (laughs) i grew i don't know this whole conversation is so weird they keep cutting each other off they they're getting upset ray's friend is like "Mm," the whole time just big eyes and then ray's mom keeps cutting in and it's like i love the third party of having her mom there to sort of like help them like i i this is why I think relationship therapy is so great because mm-hmm. like there are so many times where I feel like you, you want just someone from the outside to come in and be like, Hey, 
do you even hear how you're acting? Like, don't right. if you were by yourselves, you would get to pretend that you're in the right here, but like shine a light up to what's actually going on. I don't know. Could you could you gain any understanding of like what was the purpose of this argument? I don't know. It's like they were but so for for one, it felt like Ray's mom was trying to mediate a 14 and a 15-year-old yes. arguing about <laughs> <laughs> who who was responsible for them both not doing homework. And so that was frustrating because there was no eye contact. They were just both just reacting to what the other said. No, you did this. No, you did this. And it's just like, no one's take, no one's having any self-awareness. No one's taking accountability for their own actions because, you know, like for him to blame Ray thinking like, oh, I feel like I got way more out of it than Ray and Jake. Why? You've already explained that Ray doesn't explain her feelings, right? So you don't know what she gotten out of it. You you're just and thinking, why is it a oh, competition? Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, Zay, you were with someone who y'all didn't even explore if there was something there until the last week. So of course, what are you talking about? It was as if he was like with his homie, who he got really close to, who just like was able to talk to him. That's it. It's not like. Oh, y- y'all had two di- very different situations going on. And then for Ray, she was just, you know, she was just being kind of cold towards him and ha- kind of how how she is when I feel like she knows that gets under his skin. And so she just continues to do it. And so she's just like trying to emphasize that she always feels unheard. And he, of course, keeps interrupting. He's crying at this point. She's showing zero empathy (laughs) you would think he's a stranger off the street the way that she did not react to him crying at the table like the boot like it wasn't just like oh a tear fail right he was boohoo crying like he had the napkin in his eyes and he had to compose himself ray couldn't have looked any less interested in what was going on just like okay is he done (laughs) like she might as well have gotten up and just left the table like i feel like ray sees the writing on the wall it doesn't even want to bother having these long arguments knowing that if this is going to be the way that their relationship is like like not wanting mm-hmm. to and she even says in this argument like i always feel this way i always love her mom yeah. being like did you hear that always she always <laughs> feels that way um, i did love that but yeah it's it's like they they seem like siblings fighting or like yeah, like you said like children like they they don't seem like two people who are really trying to work on this like <laughs> props to him for having the confidence to look like a darn fool in front of her mom because <laughs> I like I could never but okay um and and yeah it's just such a like uncomfortable odd conversation it feels like she's given up um just sort of on like the concept of working things through with them in this Mm -hmm. in this conversation uh i i don't know i i (laughs) it blew me away the fact that zay was blown away that ray and jake didn't have one argument in three weeks because he had had a, a, a few with shanique he's like you didn't have one argument in three weeks yeah sorry that it that could happen it's only three weeks. You're not even saying one month. It's three weeks. It's possible to get along with someone like that much arguing constantly is just not healthy, which is why a lot of people view all of these relationships as toxic because there's just so much n- just negative energy through all of the arguments that happen. And so they start to normalize it and think 
that's how you that's how you handle things because if you're passionate about somebody you're gonna argue about a bunch of things and it's just like oh my gosh zay no that you that doesn't have to be your reality so like it's just like okay if ray is for you shanique's not for you either because y'all argue a lot too <laughs> you need to find someone else your pool does not have to be the ultimatum cast season one right <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Exactly. Um, although still amazed that they managed to find some people who could make that work in that small pool. But okay. <laughs> right. Um, so then we have a, a conversation between the two of them where Ray says she really doesn't think that she needs to be engaged right now. She's not ready to be pushed and open and vulnerable. And he sort of tries to be like, hey like I want to work on it like what's wrong and you can't even tell me what's wrong and what's wrong and and she's just tired and and doesn't want to have it and and then they sort of get in a fight about like him saying like oh we have good times like you seem to like it when we're hooking up and then she's like just because I can enjoy sex does not that's not enough to be happy in the relationship all the time like she's frustrated that he seems to not be able to see the obvious problems and he's upset that She's not, I guess, giving him a blueprint print for something easy he can do to <laughs> make everything perfect. Like, I am, I am pretty tired of the people saying, like, so many people talking about any of these relationships as if they are ready to get engaged. Even the ones that I think could work out eventually, they all mm-hmm. need work. They all, yeah. they all need work. All, yes, definitely. Yeah, it was just the the fact that she issued the ultimatum. And then now she's saying she's not ready for an engagement. She's like, he's frustrated because he's like, no, I was the one that's supposed to come around. Like, you shouldn't be changing your mind. I was the one supposed to be like, what's happening here? And I think the fact that he was saying he was ready for an engagement was him being vulnerable. And the fact that he pointed out, well, you seem to be happy when we're having sex. That just shows you, okay, Zay, what else do y'all have? That can't be the core of your relationship. And I think Ray learned through this process that that can't be the only thing you rely on in the relationship. I think before she was like, okay, because she even pointed out when she was listing all the things she's good at, she included that thinking (laughs) like that. Okay, that's very important in me and Zay's relationship, but it's also important to have so much more outside of that. And so I think she did grow a lot in that. And, And so that makes me question how much Zay learned from this experience because he still thinks that's enough for them to to last. There's, you know, there's so much like the classic myth, right, is like, oh, for people, you know, they think that they could have meaningless sex, but then actually they're going to build a um, emotional connection around that, which may or may not be true in different circumstances. But there's mm-hmm. this like flip side, which is if you have a good sex life with someone, you can think that you have more of an emotional connection than maybe you actually do. And mm-hmm. then when you take that away and realize, like, I think Ray realized that, you know, her and Jake were only kissing, but they had a, a good relationship. And maybe she thought, mm, maybe I don't need to be like putting as much weight on this one element of my relationship that I thought was so important. Maybe it's not actually as important compared to right. some other things, or it's not enough to make up for the other uh, deficiencies we might have in this relationship. Exactly. But then as a result of this, uh, this conversation, it's a string of events where he goes out. Right. Now, like I told you, Sixth Street is wild. I'm sure that's where he went. And he's out until 8 a.m. She's concerned. She called him four times and doesn't know what to do. And he shows up at 8 a.m. like nothing happened. And of course, she's upset. 
And it's just, and she had even begged him not to leave before. I just think when you're that upset, like for him to think going out and escaping it all, so you just get away. And that is not the solution. That shows me that you are not ready for an engagement. And like totally opposite of all this stuff you just said. Like now you're just reacting um, to, to Did Raina he not watch Love is Blind season two? Does he not know? <laughs> From Jarrett, and maybe this isn't. (laughs) But like, apparently, these shows, the made by the same creator, have the same premise, which is if you want to be ready for marriage, you're not allowed to go out and party. (laughs) I guess that's the answer. I don't know. So yeah, she's she's so upset, and I I don't know about you. I was very uncomfortable watching the final scene, the like camera shot we got from this. Yeah. Um. Where he, when he comes back and probably still intoxicated at eight o'clock in the morning, um, and she's upset about it and, and she tries to leave the apartment and he grabs her and pulls her back in and doesn't let her yeah. leave. I that was, was not, not good. loving it. Not wasn't good loving at all. that. Um, and you know, she explained that, and that's where we have a cliffhanger there, but she explains it at the beginning of the next episode saying like that she's apologizing for punching him. Look, I don't know. I'm not going to presume to read into all the, what might've been going on here, but if you need self-defense, like, I don't know that you need to apologize for that. Maybe again, we don't know exactly what happened, but it seemed, it was very, it's hard to watch. And like, I was kind of surprised that and maybe it was just because they had like this one camera going in the living room at that time and mm-hmm. producers weren't on hand. But I was surprised that no one was like intervening. Right. Because they did have a bedroom camera. We know that. Right. So yeah. the fact that they didn't show it was definitely intentional because it was like, we don't want to get into that. But I, even him grabbing her was a little uncomfortable, too, because um, it's just like if someone wants to leave, let them leave. Don't try to forceful, especially yeah. like y'all are two very, two very different sizes. So you like just pulling her back in obviously you're going to like she's going to go the direction that you're going you're like way bigger than her he's like i think he's like six four um so it was just like uh it was just a it was an icky situation especially with the fact that she doesn't know where he's been she doesn't know where he stayed he wasn't owning up to anything at least in the edit they didn't show him explaining where he was and he just thinks i just had to get away that's it so i told i felt like she was totally justified going ahead and ending things with him yeah i was like this was so long overdue <laughs> y'all should have broken up before he, the show i'm the thing that hurt them the most was how quickly she let me go this is yeah. a long time coming, <laughs> clearly. And not only that, what are you like talking about it wasn't like she didn't try or that both of you didn't try, but like sometimes an event like storming off, turning mm-hmm. off your phone, not answering, not you know, a thing like that, like for me, that would be a really hard thing for me to get over. Even if that only happened yeah. one time and that was, you know, near the beginning of the relationship, I'd be like, you know what? That's not a thing that I feel like I need to put up with ever. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So uh-huh. they're, yeah, they're going to break up and, uh, and officially end things. They're now officially single. Yeah. And, um, Ray is going to have a conversation with Jake where she Naturally. tells him, <laughs> she tells him that her and Zay broke up and, um, He's going to say that, you know, him and April are are butting heads, but 
that, you know, he wants to give her a chance as well. And and this is, I think this scene, it reminded me of In Love is Blind season two. <laughs> when we saw Jarrett and um Oh shoot, the other girl. Mallory. <laughs> Mallory. Well, we saw we saw Jarrett and Mallory together having like a very jokey, flirty conversation about the the rings and stuff. And and a lot mm-hmm. of people watched that conversation and said, Oh my gosh, they should be together because they seem they seem to be getting along so well. Like I do feel like there's this easy, flirty relationship between Ray and Jake. Yes. But like we saw in Love is Blind season two, that doesn't mean that someone can't make it work with someone else. And so I I don't I feel like that might be the similar kind of situation here where Jake is like, look, it's easy with Ray because it's new and we're in the honeymoon stage. And maybe I need to give the person who loves me and has been there for me for this many years a chance. There was one small thing, though, I picked up on. He called her Rachel. Yeah. Which that's what her dad calls her. And I feel like when people start, there's always people that want to call you something different than what everybody else calls you. And it's because that it means something different. And so I was like, I did pick up on, like, I feel like that, that shows, I mean, he, he did tell, he told April already that he had fallen for, um, he had fallen for Ray, whatever that means. Right. And so I think that with this happening, he's like, okay, well now I don't even have to consider Zay. So really I have to just consider what is best for me. What decision do I need to make? Is it best that I continue to invest in my relationship with April or have I seen enough with April or have I seen enough with uh, all these names I've seen enough with Ray that do I see a potential there because if he just sees like oh we get along we could work out you know in the time being then I don't think that's enough to forsake a relationship where you thought was going to end in marriage but if he sees an actual future with Ray if he could see himself marrying Ray then I think that he would go with Ray which is I, I just I, I don't know I just feel it and watch me be just so disappointed on Wednesday. But I, there's a lot of fans out there. Personally, I like Jake enough where I'd be happy with him going in either direction. Mm-hmm. I do think that he definitely it seems easier with Ray. I agree with that. But I also think that he seems to to really care for Rachel and I mean Rachel with um <laughs> with uh, April. And maybe yeah. the case is just more he cares for her, but not in a way where he wants to spend the rest of his life with her. So we'll see. Yeah. But um, all right, we've been talking for a while. Let's let's get the, through these last two couples a uh, little quicker speed run here. Um, Shanique and Randall. This is a couple I just don't, I don't see them together. I don't get it. Like I yeah. like them both individually, but I just don't feel like they click. I think that both of them need a very different personality type, it seems like. I totally agree. I agree that I think they both need someone else. However, this comes down to who they will actually be with. And do they have do they have the the wisdom to realize what they truly deserve? And I don't think at this point that they do. And I could see them very well ending up together because they're they think they're they're what they need. Like I think Randall can acknowledge that Shanique challenges him. And that, you know, as long as she can get over, like, starting to listen to him, we have enough of a history that, you know, he loves her enough for them to get through it. However, we've seen them both in different situations. And so we've gotten to see different sides of them. And I just don't I, I just don't know if it will last. But I do believe that they might. And like, if I think of any of the couples that this couple will stay together. I think I just don't see any chemistry between the two of them. 
Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like we we get almost no conversations with them being cute or lovey-dovey or anything. Like, it just yeah. seems like they, they, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's like, Randall seems very, like, stoic a lot of the time. And then Shanique is very, like, strong. Like, I just, I feel like Shanique needs someone who really wants. It's more a, dominant. Well, either is more dominant than her or is less so, but wants someone to be very dominant and be very, like, very and, like, let yes. her be herself. Yes. I almost feel like that's more like kind of what she wants. Whereas I feel like with Randall, he wants someone who's going to be a little more like him. And, and I think, yeah. and I think that there, there are people who I feel like have been told like opposites attract, like whatever, and they just need to kind of go with it. But I don't know. I, I have a hard, it's hard for me to read them, but yeah. Um, yeah, they they talk. Uh, there's a lot of conversations about um, Madeline. Like she does seem to sort of like try to set him up in a lot of conversations. Like she's she wants him to say something negative about Madeline. I think so that she can feel better about absolutely about the situation. But um, he's like, no, I see what you're trying to do here. Yeah, like you're you're being childish. I don't know. Even on that first night of just trying to like compare. Like she's like, well, what can I do better? Basically, off the heels of him being with Madison, uh, Madeline. I was gonna say Madison. Um, <laughs> is she him saying like, I don't think it's appropriate for us to talk about that right now? She didn't like that because she wanted him to be like, no. What I've realized is that I truly value everything about you <laughs> that I thought I didn't value. Um, but then, yep. you know, even with the like the conversation about like where she cooked him some stir fry rice, and he was saying like. You know, I thought coming into this, I would be the one having to come around to this ultimatum. But really, I'm starting to think like you have a lot to work on. Like we argue about small things. You don't listen to me. Like what? How can we fix that? But I think that's the problem. They don't know. They're not doing anything to actually fix anything. That's the problem between the two. Yeah, they they like mention it a lot, like mention how he wants to be heard, mention how, uh, you know, she, I think, clearly needs to be reassured a lot. And and yet they don't really ever get there with each other. Like they don't ever seem to actively be trying. Like, I just want these couples to sit down and, and probably would take a third party and say, let's list off the things that we wish, you know, we could be better, that like, things that we think would work together not to change someone but to be better for our relationship and then let's come up with a strategy for how we're gonna like practice those things and they yeah. just don't do that like that's that's kind of what i was hoping um yeah it's because they, they don't know what to do and right and they, they think they as long no as they talk about it yeah as long as they talk about it then okay we put it out into the ether and we're good but no that that's not the case um, like so, yeah. I'm kind of surprised like there wasn't at least a segment during both of these fake marriages where maybe like Nick and Vanessa come in and say okay let's break down like like meet individually with each couple I mean that would take a long time but like yeah. meet individually and say like what are some things you like or don't like how can we work on this they don't really do that they just yeah. hey Vanessa what would you do she's like well in my relationship with Nick we wonder- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. know but he was with someone named Jessica Simpson not sure if you've heard. Yes. <laughs> Not, yeah, I don't know. Um, so they they have dinner with her family, and all I could say is, "Oh my gosh, Shanique's father looks so young." <laughs> like, when he like, said, "I, I, I was am say my brother," yes, <laughs> like uncle at best. Like even yes. I thought uncle would be a stretch. Like, oh, that's the the youngest sibling of like her her parents. He said that is my daughter. What? Okay, if she's twenty four, the oldest 
he could be maybe like he has to be in his 40s. I think it would be reasonable if it's, he's in his 40. Like, even if he's 45, that means but he would have been, what, looking, 19? Maybe. But even looking at his, uh, her mom, when they when they were showing her again, I'm looking at them being like, where can I get this? The skin on this family is so clean. And so, like, they look so young. They've all got, like, I don't know. Ugh. I was that's blown they away. Say, that's what they say. Black don't crack. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like, oh, this is, it was just, I was, I was, um, I was blown away. I did yeah. not. I, I literally, I think I paused <laughs> so it because I was like, I have, that has to set in with me. Now I have to reframe because the first meeting with Zay, I didn't know he was her dad. Maybe he mentioned it and I missed it. I don't know. <laughs> I think I missed it. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh my God. Yeah. He looks amazing. Yeah, it uh, was it was great. Well, good yeah. good job on on the genes in that family. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, you know that he talks about his connection with Madeline. They're kind of upset that he had an emotional connection. But I I like how honest he is and just kind of like upfront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's not really shying away from any of that. Um, and then uh, there's a weird scene with Shanique and Zay after his breakup. I mean, I guess Jake, why, and, why is this Jake and Ray had this one. I don't know because Shanique and Zay were never a thing. <laughs> like, Jake and Ray. Yes. Oh, well, I guess it's the same situation. <laughs> Not me like having double standards, but like Jake, yeah, he's still in a relationship <laughs> and he's meeting with but Shanique is still, yes, Shanique and Randall, there's no cracks on the horizon. So why are you meeting with Zay in this romantic like, it looks like a date. <laughs> Like, did did Randall know about this? Did he okay it? I don't know, but... I have no idea. He, he doesn't really have any reason to worry because they get in a big fight. Um, <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> as, as, as they always do. Just a fight yeah. that springs out of nowhere because she's calling him out and he interrupts her and he's like, it's as if this is... I, I was almost going to make this our bit of you talking and then I interrupt you and say, wait, wait, I'm not trying to interrupt. I'm not trying to interrupt. I'm not, I'm not trying to interrupt, but let me talk. I'm not trying to interrupt. What do you think interrupting is? What do you, that's what that is. (laughs) Let me tell you, let me hand you a dictionary, sir, because that's called interrupting. Interruption. That is textbook interrupting. talking when someone else is talking not oh maybe he thinks it's like oh being disrespectful or something I don't know changing the subject when someone says like not to be rude but and then a rude (laughs) thing that's still being rude when someone says I'm not trying to interrupt but I'm gonna interrupt that's still interrupting Uh, but his breaking point was how she said something I didn't like the way like why'd you say it like that why'd you say it like that I feel like you're belittling my childhood but I feel like she was just trying to explain it in a in a in a clear cut way. But the way that she communicates, you never know if she's being genuine or if she's trying to be a little bit shady. So, of course, he's on the defense because his relationship just ended. She's still in her relationship. And so I felt like he he felt like she was judging her. I think all that to say they shouldn't have been having this meetup in the first place. No. <laughs> what was this? Yeah, should not have been. But oh, my gosh. So uh, then Shanique and Randall are going to go on their last date. Um, The hardest part here is that he basically says that he's going to do what's best for him in the end and not really Mm -hmm. consider anyone else's thoughts. And and then we see like a confessional of her saying that that was really hard to hear. But I don't really know if that was like it could have been cut from anywhere. Right. Right. Um, 
so I, I get his point, like, cause I, I do feel like with Randall, it seems like it's less about choosing between two people and for him choosing, like, does he want to be in a relationship with either of these people? Is he ready for marriage? Is mm-hmm. he, you know, ready for anything? Um, yeah. And now I, I, I can't remember exactly. I, I guess we'll find out next time, but I don't know how important the um, rules of the show are because everyone's breaking <laughs> them anyway. Is the idea that you're supposed to get engaged with someone at the end or leave? Or can you just choose to like date the new person? I think. Oh, that's a good because, yeah, because I say the, the goal is to leave with your original partner, leave with the new partner. And it, so it doesn't confirm if there has to be a proposal. But I think if you stay with your original partner, it should be a proposal. Yeah, I think so. With the original. I'm not sure about the new person. I'm not and sure. Knowing I, I feel like they would imagine. I think they probably are assuming that you are proposing if you pick, pick the other person. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Um, anything else from the two of them before we get no, to the last people? They were the, the well, they were the only ones that we were really preparing for the actual ultimatum. And, you know, they're kind of like expressing those things that they don't really like about the, each the other or that they really do. So um I, I have a feeling, you know, we will probably start with them on the finale or yeah, on the finale. So I think it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if that tells us too much. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, obviously not with how Love is Blind turned out season two. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I am looking forward to starting with them. Yes. So we'll find out. All right. Colby and Madeline. Um, <laughs> I, I, while I do not think that Madeline is a flawless individual, and I don't think Madeline would say that she's a flawless individual either. Yeah. I came around on Madeline hardcore during this, <laughs> during this, and I backtracked on all my thoughts on Colby. So yeah. thank you, this show, for giving me whiplash. Um, and I think what was so confusing to me was it seemed so much like Madeline just did not care about Colby at all mm-hmm. in the first several episodes that to see her caring at all about him here now, I was confused. Yes. And it didn't fit with like, the first image we had of her was just seeming like someone who was so not concerned about losing him or anything. And then to see in this group, I felt like this felt like someone who was in a emotionally manipulative relationship who she was being gaslit constantly. And like, while, while had moments of like agency of, you know, talking to her friends and being comfortable calling him out, it seemed like she continued to sort of go back to him and, that I just feel like that was yeah, it was not what I was expecting from her at all. Yeah, I would say these two are the two that I definitely turned the corner on both of them of my opinions from the first four episodes. Totally. Colby's a jerk. And Madeline, once I came to terms with she wanted Randall because she was so attracted to him. And then when it became clear that it was nothing more like she she even realized like Randall has some things that I'm not or he does he has he doesn't have some things that I'm looking for in a future partner. Once I realized that I could see her in a little bit of a better light with her relationship with Colby, especially because she she had gotten to the point that she wanted to she was ready to be engaged. But yeah. then just time after time he just showed his whole butt. Um and so yeah, it, I mean clearly the first night together where you know they just decide to not talk about anything. They go to kissing, he goes to bed in a towel it shows like they, they do have a very strong physical relationship. And I think that's what they were trying to like, let's get back to that. Right. We don't have to worry about everything else. 
But it was the next day when he tried to woo her with flowers and a card that, you know, like he brings up how he didn't like that Randall can see a future with with uh, with her. <laughs> so it's just like, um, well, he has all the qualities I'm looking for in a partner <laughs> and there were no red flags. So he he hated that. I don't know if it was the jealousy or. No, I think it was just a jealousy. It, it was so weird, though, because it really felt like the first several episodes Colby was the person who it felt like Colby like that Madeline was the one with the control in the relationship Mm -hmm. and that Colby was the one who was like I'm just a little puppy dog over here who just wants to be perfect for Madeline and I will keep her no matter what and I'm even willing to let her basically go make out with someone else for three weeks in order to hopefully come back to me like that's what it seemed like it was and now it seems like Colby's like I need to you know I'm jealous and I need to um try to play the hearts and flowers you know and 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 like convince her to be with me but then also he seems to be completely not like like he he does not seem to be as head over heels secure with her as I guess we thought he was going to be just based on his actions I'm like why are you not like if you made it seem like she was everything to you and then you're not really like trying that hard is what it felt right yeah he i mean and so i I think it made it clear that he was presenting a version of himself of just like look i'm here i gave the ultimatum i want to do the right thing she's a woman of my dreams yeah and then after he got a taste of making the experience real for her then he was like oh well you know maybe i still got it especially after being in a relationship for a year and a half imagine going out and having to like be left to your own devices to pick up someone and the fact that he did was like probably a huge ego boost for him. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So the whole situation with them. Yes. Seems to be. He, like, we kind of mentioned this before, similar with April, although it seemed like with April, she just like maybe posted a picture with someone and texted them a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I think with him, he FaceTime, potentially even met this girl in person a couple times and can continue to talk to her throughout the whole three weeks. And I think the biggest thing that Madeline gets upset about with Justified or Not is that he opened up to her emotionally and confided mm-hmm. in her about his struggles in his relationship with Madeline. Um, and I, you know, we've kind of already talked about it. Like, I, I'm not 100% sure whether or not I feel like Madeline is completely justified in feeling completely upset when she was doing the same thing with Randall. But regardless, she's upset it happened. And uh, he's going to then storm out and not come back for a while and potentially come back intoxicated or hungover is what it seems mm-hmm. like. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think, yeah, I, I keep falling back on that same thing. I think it's, it's, it's really... She's mad at something was happening that she didn't know about. Yeah. Whereas like she knew about April. Jake knew or the other situation, like they knew about the person and the fact that this was going on or the fact that this was going on and they didn't know felt like deceit. And like there was like this person intentionally withheld this information from me. And now I'm finding out. But the way that he handled this was terrible. Like the fact that he wouldn't answer his phone, the fact that he was telling her that like when he comes back and they can finally talk and he's like, yeah, it's your fault. (laughs) She's like, are you serious? And like, we're how how can you like he has this twisted logic that he's not even just taking a step out and like putting himself in her shoes and seeing 
you know, how she feels about this because he feels totally justified that he did make this experience real for her by going out and finding someone else and being with them. And, oh, it's okay because I told them it was over once I was back with you. Make this experience real for her. That's what he keeps saying. And I think what he's trying to say is you wanted us to come here and like go full out in this experiment test out dating someone else and so I wasn't going to find that with April so I needed to go find someone else I could do that with and she's like yeah I never asked you to go find someone to hook up with like we agreed to the confines of this show yes and I was biding by that and you were not so I, I don't think either one of them is completely right but certainly if he is this head over heels in love with her wants to marry her type of guy don't do this to try and make someone feel jealous and then completely you need to just own up for it once yep. it happened. But I also get where he's frustrated where he was like, well, how come it was completely fine for you to pee with Randall and <laughs> yet I, I'm not allowed to find anyone else. And I think that's the thing. Oh, that, like, it's because you applied for this show and you knew I would be with with someone else who was on yeah, the show. from the show. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So Madeline goes and hangs out with her friends and she's uh i think there's so much that we like just don't get from these conversations because the fact that she's like when we saw her bring randall to her friends it really seemed to me like she was like trying to show off this new guy like isn't this guy so much better than colby Mm -hmm. and now she's like i think kind of wants her friend like realizing she kind of wants her friends to like colby too because it's this you know it's sort of like a reflection of yourself to 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 prove that like, oh, I can pick someone who's good for me. And if you're dating mm-hmm. someone who your friends don't think is good for you, you feel like, oh my gosh, it's like embarrassing that I like I'm with someone who, you know, everyone else sees is not is not great or something like that. Yeah, but the problem here is like you don't ever tell your friends. Like your friends are never going to to um they're never going to forgive the person like you will. Like they're not going to go Bingo. through. <laughs> they will not go through all that you're going to go through to forgive them. And so her venting to them right now is just not good because now they're going, if you decide to stay with him, they are still going to despise him because they haven't gone through what you've gone through to forgive them. So it's just like, it's not like you omit your entire relationship from your friends, but it's just like those difficult moments. If you want to vent, Go go to them after you've resolved the situation and you've made up if you if you want to share it all. So uh, I I just felt I was like oh no this can't this this can't be good and I did not predict him showing up. I, I have this thought a lot like if I have a friend or a family member who's venting to me about someone, I'm only getting who especially someone that I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I'm only getting that like from you. So like, don't vent to me about someone and then introduce me to them be, and be like, oh, this is so-and-so. I love yeah. them. Are you like, how, how do you like them? Or this is my friend, whatever. It's like, I am, I have a vendetta against them because I only <laughs> yeah. know your side of, of the story and I'm full steam ahead. It's another reason why if you're close with your family, even when you get really frustrated with your family, I'm not saying don't tell your significant other, do, but like know that they're going to remember that and they're going to have a harder time forgiving, you know, someone than you are. So just like, yeah. Just keep that in mind. Like if you, if it's way, whether or not it's something like that's a big deal that you actually want to talk about, or it's like, is it a little annoyance that right. is going to cause more harm in the long run? I don't know. That's a, that's a complicated situation. Mostly like if you're first starting to date someone, 
Don't yeah. uh, don't tell your family or, or don't tell them how much you hate your family and then introduce them mm-hmm. to your family. It's going to be really awkward. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this turns into like a really weird, it's a weird scene because he comes down. He's like, hey, friends, how's it going? And then they're like shooting daggers at him. And he's like, yeah. oh, is this bad? And then continues to, I, I think we miss a lot of the conversation, but based on her friends' reactions, they are like, he is gaslighting you like yes. right now. Like you're crying because he's making you feel bad about something he's doing. Yeah. Like, they're like, we're not literally witnessing this. Yeah. <sighs> and then he tells her to lay off the tequila. Yo, like the disrespect he was throwing her way in front of her friends. Especially for, after like, what he did. The yes. <laughs> yeah. Like th- he's thinking, look, I didn't feel any excitement or joy from that. So it's okay. That made me realize I want you more. And it's just like, for, for one, you're the one that issued the ultimatum. So you shouldn't even need that. But two, the, if I'm one of her friends, I'm like, if this is the kind of stuff he can do in front of us at a public restaurant, I can't even imagine the types of conversations and arguments they have behind closed doors. Yeah, it's scary. So uh, that's not fun. And then they yeah. follow this up with the winery trip where they come <laughs> back from and he's like, yeah, I think we're one of the strongest couples. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, excuse me are you living in the same world i am and and this is why she's such an enigma to me because she she's so self-aware about things like that and like her facial reactions are always just like no like i i see all our issues and then Mm -hmm. i'm like well if you if that is the case why are you still with us what power does he have over you that you seem so because i feel like the, the typical sort of trope is like person who is in a toxic relationship and can sort of express that to everyone else but not to their partner but she's able to express it to him and then still not get out of it that's like the confusing part for me but yeah i I don't get it but the the fact that she names randall and shanique as the bet as in a better place than them um he he did not like that so he's always because you saw randall today (laughs) <laughs> yeah and I mean I do feel like she was naming them because she probably felt a little jealous that they looked happy and mm-hmm. um, was starting to question you know her own relationship and her her experience with Randall is my yeah. guess yeah so uh, yeah that's that's fun um, that happens and yeah. then they uh, they have a conversation about him needing to listen more and she's trying to express the question she has talks about his body language being poor in that conversation Except then, like, he brings up, like, oh, maybe your struggles are because of your parents' divorce. And she's like, oh, you understand me. Everything's fixed. And I'm like, what is happening? Doesn't take much. Uh, um, I'm telling you, like I said, at the very beginning of this podcast, the, the bar is on the, on the floor. So, you know, the fact that that was impressive to her kind of shows that, like, she's at the point now where she's kind of grasping for anything to be like, Okay, I can feel justified in moving forward with him if that's what I choose. Right. Um, yeah, she ends up meeting up with her mom. And like her mom was like, first I really liked him. But then the next few times I met him, he was completely standoffish. And she's like, yeah, you never know what you're going to get with him. So um, the the main thing I got out of, of this was Madeline just doesn't want to be bored. Like she realized that Colby excites her. I was like, am I hearing this correct? I thought maybe like Randall would because it's something new, but I guess she feels the opposite. 
again so confused because half the time I'm like the parts where I really identify her with her is like the being in a manipulative relationship and I'm like ooh that's like it's hard to watch but then the parts where I don't is when she's like and I'm feisty and therefore I like it when I'm challenged it's like mm-hmm. what like no 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 but yeah so she she thinks Colby will excite her forever um I feel like you're just not listening to what your mom said but okay right. uh, like you know passion yeah. isn't everything but okay um and then she oh but then she starts blaming herself for finding something wrong with him and I'm like I actually okay now we're back to you being gaslit like this is again mm-hmm. where I'm like I feel like I had said things in the past of like oh but maybe I'm just being too hard on them or like maybe yeah. you know maybe I shouldn't be looking for issues where there probably are none like no 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 no. don't question yourself yeah <laughs> you see the issues exactly Ugh. yeah and then after this they have their last date and she's going into it so optimistic she like that she said like i'm ready to be engaged now and the fact that it started on such a good note they they thought they looked amazing and she couldn't wait to tell him but then he says that his only regret is that that he decided to make it real for her and then she's trying to talk and he's like she's like don't speak Unless I t- unless I'm ready for you to speak, and he's like, "Don't talk to me like that." And she just realizing that moment. Oh my gosh! I'm like, she's like, "You're still blaming me for this?" And he's like, "Well, well, yeah, I tried to make it real for you." She just grabbed his hand and said, "This is not going to work." <laughs> Walks away. I was like, the fact that she walked in ready to be engaged to him, like at the end of this, and the fact that all it took was him reminding her of that he made it real for her. This their relationship was so fickle, like. It took, it takes one thing to make her feel super great about him. It takes one thing to just make her realize she wants to break up with him. It's like, what? I feel like, so I'm so torn because I, I feel like probably this was something that maybe she had, like you ever have an argument with someone and you have the same argument over and over and then you finally feel like you get, like my guess is that he had at some point in the last several days, basically fully to her, you know, to her knowledge, like apologized for, uh, for saying that maybe gone back and said, you know what, actually, yeah, I, what, you know, I, I regret how I said it. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said, made it real for you, blah, blah, blah. Like probably apologized. And then now mm-hmm. he's like going back again and she's like, wait, I thought we already, like, I thought I already got my way on this one. And now, and now you're back at it again. Like, that's my guess. And yeah. it, 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 it was a great, like, I, I really appreciated when she said, I'm done. I'm over. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the like, what might be coming next. I could also see that maybe she would like, I don't, I don't think she's going to get back together with him, but yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if the door is as closed as it is with, you know, Ray and Zay, for example. Right. We're right. There seem final with Colby and Madeline. It does feel like there, if there's a chance, they're just taking some time apart to kind of think, and then they will show up at the ultimatum and make the decision together because we do see him getting on one knee. Right. So, uh, which is just like bizarre, but yeah, she did say at one point that he was in another girl's room at 4am. So I don't know if that was when he, he had went out or what but I was just like okay that was a random thing to bring in but I don't know my guess is that they don't end up together yeah I don't know I I I hope they don't so for all all of their sakes but exactly yeah that's it that was was, uh, our last four the last four episodes of the badge all we have left is the finale and the reunion I'm excited yeah there was 
a lot to unpack. It was a wild ride. Um, we got a lot of feedback that we'll answer next time when we have do our uh, fina- <laughs> finale, <laughs> our, our final. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. Our finale coverage, our nice. final drop um, coming up uh, next. So definitely leave us any more feedback you have or thoughts or questions or things you want us to unpack. And maybe our minds will change all again. Right. So don't hold it happens. to us. Anything <laughs> yeah. we say, just don't hold us to it. Like if these we say we love someone, <laughs> these podcasts—they only exist until we've seen the next episode. Right? Exactly. So yeah, the, y- thank y'all for listening. I, I've appreciated all the the kind feedback of people who've been listening. So catch us um, at the the finale and the reunion air on April third, or it drops on Netflix on April thirteenth. So we'll be coming out with a podcast after that. So just subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed, so you'll be the first to know when that episode drops. Uh, Mary, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Frail Mary, and I'll just be tweeting out any podcasts I do. So, you know, Riverdale stuff, Big Brother Canada 10 coverage, all that good stuff. Follow me there. How about you, Asia? Nice. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia. So it's A Y S H A, like A S I A. Um, the past few days have done a Quite a few podcasts, done Big Brother Canada, Top Chef, uh, Survivor, Survivor Academy, Married at First Sight. But you can find all of those between the Love at First Sight feed and the reality TV wrap ups. And if you're a patron of Rob has a podcast, that's where you can find the Survivor Academy. Um, so and- I'm sorry. So you have cheated on me with not only one, <laughs> but like 18 podcasts. I see how it is. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I was making it real for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, for me. Right. <laughs> I'm going to start using that <laughs> whenever, right. whenever I do something wrong. I was just making it real for you. <laughs> right. uh, so thank you guys for sticking with us and we will catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.